0: podcast. I'm your host, Maurice Rulo. It is Tuesday, October 12, 2015. We're on to episode 17. Almost to 20. How we doing, Erisaheina? I'd
1: be a lot better if we could get rid of Carl Bird. Wow. <laughs> that son of a bitch.
0: Jeez. You don't like his social media skills that much? No, his social media skills are just fine. Mm-hmm. <gasps> you know what is not fine? What's that? The fact
1: that I am going to destroy him. Mm-hmm. This week. Mm-hmm. As we are mortal fantasy enemies. Sweet. Me and him face off this week. I'm going to destroy him like Tom Brady destroys NFL teams. Other <laughs> NFL teams that are not the Patriots.
0: Like the Cowboys. Our, uh, Carl Bird's Cowboys. Our starting quarterback and starting You remember last injury. week when I was
1: like, hey Carl Bird. It's going to be a fucking bloodbath.
0: Mm-hmm. It was bloodbath. It wasn't that bloody. It was. It was 30-6. I know.
1: They did not score a touchdown. Mm-hmm. The only one who scored points in that game was Dan Bailey. And he was my fantasy kicker,
0: so thanks, Dan. (laughs) And one of them was a 50-yarder, right? So that got me me pretty good.
1: Right, because they could not move the ball past midfield on us. (laughs) Well, that's
0: Brandon Whedon for you. He's a very bad quarterback. How
1: does it feel to have Brandon Whedon as your quarterback, Carl? How does it feel? Aris.
2: Tell us all how delicious
1: it feels.
2: Instead of taking... My frustrations out on paper mache. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I will take my frustrations out on you this year, this <laughs> week. Excuse me. As I as I am fa- facing you this week, you are about to get an ass raping. Wow. For epic proportions. It will be national news. It will be bigger than the Casey Anthony
3: case.
1: <laughs> Listen, Carl. I am about to beat you. Like Greg Hardy did to Nicole Holder.
3: <laughs> bang
1: bang! Is that her name? <laughs> that was the name of the woman that um, Greg Hardy domestic
4: abused. Are you
1: gonna throw her? That out. was another cowboy zing. Take um, that, Carl. I got you. <laughs> we do not.
4: Oh, we do not condone domestic abuse on this. Who show. Who said we do? <laughs> Who said we do? Nor do we make light of uh, domestic abuse on our show. No, we totally do. I just did that. Yeah, you did because you're a fucking monster, that's
3: why.
1: <laughs> Victor Moy, everybody, Victor, how are we doing? I am going to beat Hello. Carl like Adrian Peterson beats his kids.
2: I am going to beat you <laughs> like Ray Rice abused his wife in that elevator.
1: Wow, Carl, that's you went too far. <laughs> that's that's not even cool, Carl. Victor Moy, how are we doing? Victor taking us home. Wow. I
2: am going back. to pounce on you. <laughs> Like Solange and Jay Z in the
1: elevator. <laughs> That's a good one. I like
0: that one. That one's better.
1: I am going to jump on you like a Kardashian on a black sports person.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't I love that one.
3: I don't love that one.
1: The Kardashians, they love uh, athletes, black athletes. I okay. love them. Black people in general. Yeah, true. Ray J. Ray J got some Kardashians He's not a sport. Ray J made that family famous. I should have just said Kardashian's on a black man. You're right, Maurice.
0: Damn. (laughs) He's just Kanye. Reggie Bush was. Is. Still is. I don't know. He's injured a lot. He sucks. Well, this is our Fantasy Feast episode. Just kidding. No, it's not.
3: What's that? (laughs) What's (laughs) that?
0: What's so new, Harris? Besides fantasy football. I don't think uh, Victor has told us how he's doing. Hmm? Oh, Victor, what's up? This is why I don't like sports. <laughs> <laughs> well, I,
4: I, I'm doing fine. Mm. Yeah. Glad to be on the show as always.
0: <laughs> this is why you don't play fantasy sports. You should say. It turns us
1: all into monsters. Hmm? It turns us all into monsters. Oh, I'm okay. They're
0: fantastic.
1: Awesome. Monsters. Yeah. Yeah. Carl just made light of a woman getting knocked out in an elevator. <laughs> you said you were going to strike him first. You mentioned Greg Hardy. I did. Yeah. Hey,
2: she least... was thrown onto a bed of a I dogs. made light of the, ca- the Casey made. Anthony
0: case. That's true. That was a little kid. Who cares about them? <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> <is> why, <laughs> what the hell's wrong with you? And this is why I don't watch TV. <laughs> this is why I don't have children, I should say. Boom. That's, let's go with that. Let's go with that. Uh, Yeah, Victor, uh, get us back on track I am going to to kill you and get away with it it. Like I am O.J. Simpson
2: You took mine, you (laughs) asshole
0: Victor, get us back on track, please (laughs) So, yeah uh... I'm going to
2: admit
1: it (laughs) Charles Manson, (laughs) motherfucker Oh, man, okay After I defeat you, I'm going to have to get away in a white Bronco Carl I will devour you Jeffrey Dahmer Oh,
3: hey,
1: serial killer That's cool it's fine.
4: My week has been fine. Good. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Just been just been taking taking it easy. I've had a pretty good weekend. Uh, just been relaxing and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watched a few movies over the weekend as well. Uh, I watched uh, ninety nine uh, yeah ninety nine homes, which is a new movie with uh, Michael Shannon and uh, Andrew Garfield. It's an independent film. Uh, it's in limited release right now. But uh, it's, it's really cool. Um, it's uh, Andrew Garfield he plays this guy named Dennis Nash. He's a 30-year-old guy who's a single dad living with his mom. And uh, they get evicted from their home. And Michael Shannon plays Rick Carver, who's the asshole who evicts him. And his family just throws him out on the curb and you know just kicks him out of their home. And uh, Dennis Nash, in an act of desperation, he actually decides to find work from the same guy who evicted him in the first place. And uh, Carver takes him under his wing, and he uh, teaches him all the ins and outs of the real estate market, the the scam, how to you know basically kick people out of their homes, uh, how to flip it on, how to you know flip it on the market and resell mm-hmm. it for like ten times what they're worth. Mm-hmm. And all the while, he um, uh, 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 Andrew Garfield's character is uh, facing the same families that he's actually evicting. Mm-hmm. So that's all, so that's a whole deal right there. So it's a, it's a it's a really intense, emotionally intense film. And uh, it's, it's a great one. It's directed by Raymond Raman Barani, who did some, some other uh, uh, well-noted uh, independent fit features like Chop Shop, which is really good, and Man Push Cart, and Goodbye Solo. And I believe this, this is a fourth or fifth feature, but it's a really good one. You should check it out. And I also checked out, uh, finally, from the library. Ooh, uh, I haven't
0: heard a library story in a while. Yeah. Yeah,
4: I checked out Kingsman, The Secret Service. Great
0: movie. Awesome movie.
4: Which I really liked. Hmm, I, I, would
1: have, I would hope you did.
4: I liked it a lot. It fantastic. Yeah, it's uh, based on a Mark Miller comic mm. book. And um, it's a, it's a pretty, it's a more extreme R-rated version of Bond, of the you know, James <laughs> Bond tropes and whatnot. Um, I It did generate some controversy, especially with its ending, which I won't spoil. People accuse it of being misogynist. To which I say, get off your overly PC social justice warrior soapbox, for fuck's sake.
0: How do you even, you can't even spell that, on, you <laughs> can't fit that all on a
1: soapbox. <laughs> Yeah, I, isn't that literally your, 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 your
4: description on social media, Vic? <laughs> no, listen, I, I, am not, I am not a social justice warrior. I mean, I'm, and I agree with political correctness up to a certain point, but I'm not one of these people that, you know, will try to, you know, as part of call-out culture, you know, it's like, oh, you said something offensive, I want to get you fired. I'm going to, you know, dox your information online. You know, one of those motherfuckers, man, insufferable people. I can't I stand you. them. I feel you on that, Vic yeah but uh but yeah King's has secret service is awesome it's ultra violent jolly good fun times uh directed by matthew vaughn if you haven't seen it you really should I'm, re- I'm really looking forward to the sequel i've heard rumors that um they're trying to bring uh, colin firth's character i don't know how the hell they're going to do that but it's a really awesome movie check it out mark hamill's in it too Can so just give away thoughts. a big spoiler about that movie Inadvertently, just then, right now. I don't care. <laughs> but,
1: <laughs> so wait, you cared about giving away spoilers for an M night Shyamalan
4: movie.
1: <laughs> Not for Kingsman and Secret Service. I
4: didn't I didn't say anything. Got it. I didn't I didn't I didn't say anything. Understood. I wasn't specific about about what happens in the film. <laughs> mm. But yeah. He Kingsman. turns into a snowman. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> exactly. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Snowman. Yeah. Snowfirth, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah, cool movie. Check it out. If you're into action, into Bond, Bond tropes and whatnot, it's right up your alley. I really enjoyed that movie.
1: Like, I am going to enjoy taking advantage of Carl's sweet, sweet innocence. Like, I am Jared Fogle, and he's an underage prostitute. Moving right along to on the rest of the show...
4: Um, <laughs> I also, I also read, read a couple of great graphic novels over the weekend. Mm-hmm. I read uh, uh, Black Science. Mm-hmm. Uh, Black Science is a really great uh, uh, graphic novel published by Image Comics, and it's uh, uh, written by Rick Remender, who also wrote this other uh, series called Low. And Black Science is like, it's like this really pulpy sci-fi series. It's about this guy named, um, I, forget, I forget his name, but uh, he's a science, he's this really arrogant scientist who creates this, uh, this piece of technology called The Pillar. And he uses it to travel to different alternate dimensions, but by doing so, he ends up creating ripple effects which affect other dimensions as well. So, um, and, and, and due to his arrogance, you know, he's kind of seen as, as kind of like the anti-hero of the, of, the, of the series. And I read the first volume and it's, and it's really, really good. And I bought, and I bought the, uh, uh, the second and third volumes recently as well, so I'm definitely going to get into those as soon as possible. So yeah, Black Science. Uh, check that out, and I also and i also finished reading uh, the first volume of Jessica Jones, Alias.
0: Yeah, I feel like I should read that because I'm excited for the show. They started posting the trailers for that. Yeah, it's
4: it's actually it's actually really good. It, it was originally published back in two thousand two, and they've just uh, yeah. Marvel starting to reprint the uh, old uh, trade paper, paperbacks, uh, and, it, mm-hmm. and they're releasing them one at a one at a time every few weeks. So Volume 1's out, Volume two's coming out in a couple of weeks from now, and it's really cool. It's like like, like a really grounded story about this uh, Jessica Jones, this former, former superhero who's kind of embittered at her former life, just trying to act out a living as a private detective. And you kind of see you know, how, um, how she goes about things, uh, you know, living in uh, the gritty streets of New York, mm-hmm. if you will. So it's a pretty, pretty good preparation for the upcoming Netflix series coming out next month. So I'm definitely, definitely looking forward to that. And I'm also looking forward to reading the other trade uh, ch- ch- paper ba- paperbacks in that series as well. So yeah, uh, Jessica Jones, Black Science, two graphic novels. That should uh, strike anyone's fancy if you're looking to, for some creative, unique
0: art. How many volumes are there for Jessica Jones?
4: Uh, there were four.
0: Okay. That's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. yeah, I'm looking forward to that show. There's some of the tra- small little trailers been posted online. so. Yeah, those are pretty sweet. Yeah, showing
2: mm-hmm. off our the, the, the beating I'm going to serve you oh, is going to be, be, be like in. a Tijuana a
1: donkey show. He, he's, no. It's going to be
2: like the health inspector from the boondocks.
1: <laughs> well, that's too obscure, Carl. <laughs> Sorry, I believe I won with that Jared Fogle.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> he's going to crush you like Jessica Jones crushed her alarm clock in the trailer.
3: She did. She they really did. did. She did. Was, those, those trailers true. really
0: are pretty dope. Yeah, mm-hmm. showing off all her different powers and stuff. And the guy, what's his name? Um, that was in, That was Doctor Who. He's going to play the bad guy. Which is gonna be really good. Oh, okay. Really, really, really good. Not, uh, not Matthew Smith. Um, oh God, I can't remember his name. Uh, or Peter Capaldi. Why do I know all these <laughs> Doctor Who's except for that one? <laughs> he was a really popular one. He was in Harry Potter too. See, so yeah, I'm looking forward to that. That's that's cool. Um, maybe one of us can borrow when you're done. I oh, know you checked that out of the library, right? Yeah. Oh, Shit, I didn't- Jessica oh, Jones. You took that out of the library? No, no, no. Um, oh, just Kingsman. Kingsman. Gotcha, oh, okay. gotcha. They should have graphic novels. Kingman, King, yeah, is pretty great. Yeah, they do have graphic novels. Well, let's check that out. Uh, but I have to look up the uh, that actor's name because it's gonna bother me.
3: Yeah.
0: Anything else, uh, Mr., Mr. Victor?
4: Oh yeah, last week, last Wednesday, I caught uh, NXT Takeover. Great respect. show. Yeah, nice. yeah, really great show. Especially uh, my match of the year, the Iron Woman match between Whoa. Bailey versus Sasha Banks, part two. That was a great match, and it just had a lot of drama, action, passion, grit. You know, it was it was definitely one of the best uh, best matches I've seen all year. Actually, the best match I've seen all year. This, my second favorite was their first bout mm-hmm. at uh, Takeover uh, Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. And yeah, if you if you missed uh, NXT Takeover, uh, respect you really should catch the ho- the show because the show as a whole was really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, so besides the Bailey uh, Sasha match, which was awesome, especially when Sasha, you know. You know she she played the heel role really well where she went up to um <laughs> Is Bailey's, Izzy Bailey's yeah. number one fan took her headband made her cry that she was made awesome it a little girl Pre-
0: cry wow, that's at the end, terrible it was awesome it was, I so got awesome. misty eye at the end of the Brooklyn show I I, I like the Brooklyn match personally better but mm-hmm. the Iron Man match was still awesome still oh, yeah. super awesome yeah. three yeah. minutes well
2: nowadays Iron Man matches did just. We, they can't really ke- keep our attention yeah, yeah, yeah. as much as they used to. Yeah, yeah. I mean, come on. We live in a society where we don't want to read anything more than 140
1: characters. Mm. <laughs> so, I do. I read long-form articles.
0: Gross. Mm. You're a freak. <laughs> you
3: have a lot of time in your hands, Excuse answer. me. Do you watch Iron
0: Man matches? No. Okay, then. All right, then. It <laughs> that was the first women's Iron Man match. Ever and it was really good. I I like I had a sixty man Iron Man match. were not I don't think be able to hold my attention. Wow. Not at all. And yeah, the nah. last one I remember that I watched was probably Triple H and The Rock. Like, Judgment forever Day, ago. Yeah, two thousand. Whoa. Mm. Yeah, forever ago. So long ago. Um, but yeah, that match was really good. Uh, Bailey and Sasha killed it, and then everyone cried at the end, and there were like real tears, and I was like, man, this is this is pretty dramatic. And now, but the worst part is Sasha's just going to go to the main roster and then just suck really bad. Yeah, that's that's, that's the yeah, that's,
4: yeah. that's the worst part because Sasha Banks, she got demoted to the main roster. I know. Yes.
0: She's, <laughs> she's so good. She made that little girl cry. It was so
1: adorable. Oh, yeah. It's like me and Carl this weekend. Yeah. him cry. Yeah, just right, like exactly. that little girl. You're going to cry, man? <laughs> you should call him Izzy. She took yeah, her headband. I, have a woman,
2: I, got, I can get you the number to a battered women show. Carl,
1: I already said I'm going to make you cry, Carl. Stop. No battered, that's, Fish? Right.
0: We use that term called oh, bird. Have you right.
1: listened to the show before? Carl, you are the worst. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, but uh, I feel like, Aris, you should watch that Iron Man so wait, match.
1: her NXT career ended?
0: Essentially, career yes. Ended? Yeah, pretty,
1: pretty much. much. Huh. So That's they awesome. go back for like sporadic appearances. Her career appearances. ended like, I'm going to end Carl like I am LL Cool J and he is cannabis. You probably don't get that reference, Maurice,
0: but you do, Carl. <laughs> I don't get that reference. Are you yeah. I am mean, like, <laughs> <I'm I>, Drake. <laughs> Are You you are Meek Mill. Me, me,
2: no. no, damn it. Yeah, to the point where, <laughs> to the point where your whole city is gonna suck after that. Mm, at least I still got Nicki Minaj. I got that reference.
0: <laughs> Wait, isn't it Drake? Who's Drake they, they, dating? Uh, know. what's her name? I don't know. Player Serena Williams. I don't oh yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. she sucked. But she, she started dating him. Good job. Brother. What she almost just won a calendar Grand Slam. But when
2: she the... started <laughs> when she started dating him, that's when she lost.
0: Uh-huh. Is that true? Yes. Yeah. I mean, she still made it like the semifinals. That's still pretty good. First runner-up, just the first loser. No, she was probably like the fourth runner-up. God, that's even <laughs> worse than the loser. <laughs> semifinals, not finals finals. Thanks, Drake. Yeah. <laughs> He's a Raptors fan, so fuck him. Right. Yeah. <laughs> he
4: is a big bandwagon fan. <laughs> Screw yeah. him. And plus, you know what also is great about the TakeOver show, too? Uh, the other matches, like the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic... Mm-hmm. Those are good Yeah, especially how um, The tag team of Jason jo- Jordan And Chad Gable Got over with the crowd Yeah, yeah gave, really
2: awesome. gave it four stars
4: mm. Yeah uh, I, I like the fact that uh, The crowd was chanting uh, uh, Gable's name Like to the tune of Kurt Angle's interest yeah. For WWE Because mm-hmm. he's he's, a, he's supremely talented Yeah will go far They
2: do remind me of Charlie Haas and Sultan Benjamin I will never yeah. call them The world's greatest tag team Which was their name Because everybody knows The world's greatest tag team Is the Road Warriors
4: that's yeah, a matter of debate, sure. one of <laughs> No. <laughs> the
1: Dodgers are up there. The Hart Foundation. Oh,
2: they're up there, but they're not the
4: greatest. I don't know who my favorite tag team of The time Bushwhackers is. was pretty dope. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here, Iris. Bushwhackers. Listen, the Bushwhackers. I, the hey, it, bro. I, Bushwhackers know, are I will awesome. say that. I will say in uh, Iris' in defense, I
2: did meet the Bushwhackers a long time ago, and they were really nice guys. They're awesome. Yeah. They look more, They look my cousin's head. Uh, <laughs> I don't know
0: who my favorite tag team of all time would be. The John Cena and David Otondo. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> now I uh, thought I was gonna stab Aristotle. <laughs> David Tennant f- was his name, by the way. Tenen my favorite my tag pad. team
1: was the Heartbreak Kid and Marty Jannetty.
4: Yeah. The Rockers.
1: Ha <laughs> ha took that shit back old school. <laughs> you, go uh, you
0: remember when Shawn Michaels threw him through a plate class window? Yep. He tried to escape like a coward. Uh, <laughs> That's a good old Bobby the brain. And Marty Janetti, <laughs> what happened to you? Drugs. <laughs> Drugs. <laughs> that is a way sadder answer alcohol. than I wanted. I think he might be okay now, but for a while there, it wasn't looking good. Did DDP rescue him
1: and save his life
0: <laughs> and shook. his soul? He
1: should.
2: don't quote me on it, but possibly.
0: Wow, I'd be surprised. That new Jake the Snake documentary is coming out soon. Oh, i do not gonna see it. Is it um, new one? Yeah, the resurrection of Jake the Snake. Yeah, for Roberts. It's DDP and like all their guys. It's like a a good one about his, you know, comeback. Not like the Wrestling with Shadows where it detailed everything terrible. Oh, you mean uh, Beyond the Mat? Yeah. Yeah, that one. Beyond the Mat was awful. Yes. That was rough. That was rough to watch.
2: Footage of him smoking crack. Yeah. Mm
1: -hmm. No, Jake the Snake, yeah. What?
0: (laughs) Yeah, Jake the Snake did the hard shit. Wow!
3: All, the rest, all those old-school wrestlers what? did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The they, have been, they had they footage of
2: Jake the Snake smoking crack. Yeah. Wow! Because he had it falling out with his
1: daughter. Mm-hmm. Jesus, that's, man, that's serious stuff,
0: man. There is a reason. I am glad he got the help he needed. Yes! yes. In all seriousness. Oh yeah, because he was totally on the way to death's door. Don't worry, I got my DDP yoga right here. I just started doing it again last night, nice. so in a few weeks, I should be able to touch my toes again. <laughs> <laughs>
4: How, How does DDP yoga? I've heard nothing but great things. It's awesome. Like, I don't yeah. know why I
0: stopped doing it before. Probably cause I'm really lazy. Huh. Super lazy. Yep. I, I could can touch, attest to that. Super yeah, lazy. No I could, with you. You're lazy. Yeah. I could touch my toes after like a, two weeks, hmm. and then I did it for a little longer. I was feeling good, looking good. and then It's weird just, that you couldn't touch your toes. Um, my knees. I don't really stretch them oh, much. Oh, that's right. You had yeah. reconstructive knee yeah. surgery, and, and it's really stuff. good because Grab it's a very low impact, so it doesn't really hurt. me you know, it doesn't really kill you. Um, and then I'm just one day. I'm just. I, I think I got to like a workout that was like 55 minutes, and I'm like, Nah, I'll do it later. <laughs> <laughs> and I just never went back. But Chris Jericho swears by. It. He's 45 <laughs> and still wrestling. So yeah. Chris Jericho still wrestling? Yeah, oh, that's awesome. He's I didn't know wrestling
2: that. like if he was in his 20s. He's been yeah. getting a lot of praise. in it.
0: Yeah, wow. he just did the Madison Square Garden show. Alone. That was actually his twenty fifth anniversary yeah.
1: show.
2: Wow.
0: Yep, he's like a cool dad. That's pretty dope. Yeah, yeah. yeah Congratulations
1: much- to Chris Jericho, man. That's yeah. great. Yeah. yeah. I did not know
0: he was still around. Yeah.
1: I thought he was retired a while ago. Semi-retired. He's still yeah, semi-retired. wrestling for the WWE. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah,
0: he said he wouldn't do anything else, but he has yeah. his band too, Fozzy. I don't really listen to that. No one cares about that. Yeah. No well, one ever try. has cared about. They that. try. They do like festivals and stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't. Know. I never see him. Mm-hmm. There used to be an Ozzy Osbourne like, cover I band.
2: never listened to that one
0: these song. I like tried to listen on Spotify one time. And be like, I wonder what Chris Jericho sounds like. And I stopped listening to it <laughs> <laughs> like, almost immediately. It was not good. Yeah, like
2: the Macho Man's rap album. Got well, that's, amazing. that's amazing. That's amazing. I'll listen to that tomorrow. Listen, st- st- that's, st- that's strike two. I'm going to strike you. It just flattered <laughs> well, me. There's nothing wrong with
0: Macho Man trying to rap. That was horrible. <laughs> It was hilarious. So, like, <laughs> especially this mean, Hulk Hogan diss track. Come on. Oh, yeah. He was sick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah. There's
1: nothing wrong with that. It's great.
0: It's great. It's so Carl Bird, besides watching the uh, NXT uh, TakeOver Respect, catching nails this week.
2: Uh, The premiere of season six of The Walking
1: Dead.
0: Mm. Oh, yeah. Nice. Mm. Mm. That happened. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm I'm actually like a fan of The Walking Dead, but for some reason this season just I did not even know the premiere happened. Seriously, it's almost Halloween. That wow. Okay, I need to catch up. I guess how was that? It wasn't
2: bad. It wasn't bad. And then next next thing you know, I'm watching, and I'm like, hey, that's Dr. Dre. What? The kid who played Dr. Dre straight out of Compton. Is playing the character Heath in Walking Dead. Oh, Corey
4: Hawkins. Yeah. Oh, How many episodes nice. is he going that's to cool. last?
2: That is a good question. I'm I'm willing to bet money on it.
4: Well,
1: a new black guy showed up. That means that uh, previous black guy has to die. Who died, Carl? That Nobody yet. Whoa. Okay, that's a
0: that's an upset. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, the episode I stopped watching was when new black guy showed up in T Dog died. Yep, literally that was when I stopped watching. That, that's a wilder. That is. keeps like, happening. That's like season two. Sure is. That yeah. keeps happening yeah. over and over on that show. I tried to kiss a little bit more, and then the governor showed up, and I was like, not really impressed. Yep. And then I stopped watching the episode. That, that was probably
1: like the best part of the show. You should go back and. Who t dog? Yeah, I agree. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, the governor
1: stuff. Oh. Mm, yeah. I'm saying like, if you like a black guy, and another black guy shows up, just kiss his ass goodbye. Right. Oh, it's yeah. done. It's over. Yeah. I, so I'm true. guessing that young kid is dead at some point soon.
2: Probably. I mean, yeah. Everybody Hates Chris didn't laugh. Jonah? Is that his name? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Noah. Noah, that's it. Yeah, Noah, no. dead. I literally right just now remember it once you said Jonah.
1: Calling it right now, Noah's dead. Is
2: that? Well, Noah already died. That's.
1: That was... that was,
2: yeah, that was Everybody Hates Chris. Oh,
1: that's right. That's right. Oh, yeah, he got it. He totally got that destroyed. Gift. That was terrible. Yeah. I forgot about that. So there yeah. you go. He died, already. I guess they preempted him. Yeah. He died, now they introduced a new black guy. There you right. go. Cool. Awesome. Yeah, pretty much. So it should last a little while. And uh... he has no competition at the moment. <laughs> well, Morgan's back. <laughs> oh, damn. All right, he's dead. He's dead. Morgan's back. Yeah, he's yeah. dead.
2: And uh Secret War six finally came out. Oh, did it?
1: Damn yes. it, I got to go to Rococo's. And I should probably catch up on Secret Wars. <laughs> two, one through five? <laughs> I, I've read one and two. Hmm. I gotta catch up. Yeah. Yeah. Was on. it the last one? Was this the last one? No, there's two more after oh, this Damn. One.
0: Shit, this thing's going for a while. Yeah. Damn, just
2: so. I haven't really
1: I much. need to, like, yeah, the last time you went to Rock Coco last year, let me know if Strange Fruit was out, because when that's out, I'm going to go get it. But you've never said anything.
2: Oh, that's because it wasn't coming It wasn't out yet. At oh, that okay. time. Gotcha. All right. And I just, it just slipped my mind.
0: Okay. I have not been back since. I should go
1: yeah see Strange Fruit
2: is
0: there but I won't <laughs> it's such a good comic you should totally check it out is it the one with the, the... super
2: awesome art yeah yeah, yeah with yeah. the paint, paint where every paint. um. Paint. Mm-hmm. every canvas was painted that's yeah, cool that's a good cool. one
1: yeah great great comic
2: alright good how was that Carl uh, see well, it, it, it's hard because I it's, I don't want to spoil it
1: yeah please don't and every and... everyone does No, oh, damn not quite yet not quite yet <laughs> but it's
2: getting there <laughs> it's getting there. Just new revelations have been, been have been revealed. Um, like I said, I can't. I just don't want to spoil it, especially you know since I started reading it. then mm-hmm. you need to start reading. I got it, it. I don't mind. I'm just gotta catch to up. I, I said I wanted to
0: wait yeah. till a few more come out because I don't. I hate reading and then stopping and then reading and stopping. Yeah, so, I don't like that either. And then reading and then stopping and then and stopping. So much.
2: That's good. Cool. Other than that, that's pretty much just been it.
0: Mm. Staying busy, just the way I like it. Paris
1: you're up. Hey, Carl, I am going to start giving you a world-renowned beating, then probably chill for a while. Then maybe I'll sign a TV deal, let that percolate a little while. Then come back later and totally finish destroying you. Like my name is George R. R. Martin. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Just never finish your beating, I guess. Yeah. <laughs>
5: Speaking
2: of... We will post the fantasy <laughs> results oh, yeah. on, our, it's on our social media outlets. Yeah.
0: So, Vic, you got something about George Fat Fat Martin?
4: Yeah, speaking of George Martin, um, RR Martin, he actually has... Cinemax has ordered a pilot for one of his... Uh, based on one of his novellas called The Skin Trade. So he has a new show coming out.
2: Sounds like a porno. Yeah.
4: Well, Cinemax, so naturally, you know, the, the title fits. But skin
1: fade trade, skin what trade. That just reminds me of Skin Game, the Dresden Files. That's, That's just, the first thing I, I thought of. Yeah.
0: That was, just, that was saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah uh, I,
4: I don't, I don't know what it's, what it's about, but it's a uh, based on like a short story he published in like a compendium of uh, sci-fi yeah. stories. It's he's
0: got uh, so he's got a bunch of prequels <laughs> called The Dunk and Egg, so novellas. Yeah, didn't that come
1: out? Mm. I gotta read that. I think the like no, but like they just did a compilation and released it as one volume. I believe that recently happened. I gotta buy that.
0: I don't. I have a few of them. I have a graphic novel of one of them. Well, I did. I don't know where it is anymore. Um, Never know
1: where anything is. I was about to say lend me that, but never mind.
0: Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. I think. uh, No, I have no idea. That was years (laughs) ago. Um, That was pretty good, but it's about it's a prequel essentially, but it's just it's good because he is good. It's just not what I desire. Okay. Mm. At all. There's another... There's, uh, injo- yeah. <laughs> um, so here, he, I don't even know if I shared this with Eris, but I read this on the internet and it enraged me further. Um, he has a new book coming out, but it's not. It's, it's is
3: it book the, book the Winds six? of
4: Winter?
0: Fuck no, it's not.
3: God. I,
4: I hate him <laughs> so much. Winds of Winter. Is that, the, is that supposed to be the next Game of Thrones
1: book? Yes. Yeah. I want it so bad, but that fat bastard won't give it
0: to me. It might just be another fucking novella. I don't fucking know. I, I It just enrages me. I'm looking it up right now. Okay. Well, while you do that,
1: I'll let everybody know what I've been up to. Um, oh, yeah, so the people collection you just talked
0: about so glad well, you working on that George Fat Fat Marin and your new stupid skin game show you fat sack shit get <laughs> <laughs> <At> your fucking <laughs> book it's been five years
1: <laughs> Jesus Christ <laughs> the thing that enraged me was uh, that announcement we'll, we'll talk about that Patrick Ruth's announcement yeah I got that in you. a little bit but yeah, there was a quote in like the release where it was like or in a story about it, it was, uh, I'm sorry what go ahead Okay, so it was like, oh yeah. (laughs) Okay, are you are you done interrupting me, Carl? It's very rude. Very rude, Carl. He's literally extremely rude. Um, And the 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 quote was something like George R. Martin has paved the way for authors to just. Mm not write anything <laughs> i'm paraphrasing here but it, i remember that yeah. it basically said like george r. r martin has paved the way for long like you know delays between chapters or yeah because now people
0: are used to it so now just you might as well just expect it right because we're all a bunch of pieces of shit yeah and he's I mean, just we've, we've spoken us.
1: about patrick ruffus and the king Killer stuff in the past yes. and now everybody will get to know about it because it's going to be shoved down your throat on every media platform yeah we'll talk about it in a minute um, so, I moved on to Saga Volume 2, and, uh, yeah, that, that's still really good, man. So, uh, I mean, the the, the story progresses, and that stays just as weird. Like, it does not get any less weird than Volume 1. Like, crazy stuff happens. There's, like, a freaking uh, uh, crazy section where there's a, like, Uh, prostitution planet. Like, an entire planet just about prostitution. Whoa. Wasn't that in Volume 1? I don't believe so. I think that was Volume 2. Because that's when Slave Girl, like, gets introduced and stuff. I think that's Volume 2. No, that was Volume 1. Was it? Alright, so that continues in Volume 2 where he rescues uh, Slave Girl who was a... Like, 9-year-old, 11-year-old sex slave on the prostitution planet. Mm-hmm. And they just... They don't spend any time focusing on that. It's just like, oh, hey, the will has a conscience. Slave girl, save her. Who cares if she was a sex slave? Hmm. Details. <laughs> 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 and uh, it continues to follow the uh, story of our uh, intrepid heroes and their uh, little baby daughter and whatnot. They finally escape... Uh, the planet uh, where they uh, they uh, basically the the, the daughter uh, was born uh, on this uh, tree rocket ship because apparently rockets literally grow on trees in this planet. Sweet. And uh, they take one they escape and they go and meet the uh, author uh, who penned the story that inspired their interracial love. And he is the first thing he does upon meeting them is promptly vomit on top of their daughter because he's a drunk. (laughs) Good man, good (laughs) man. So, Saga. Just as silly, just as good, still awesome. Uh, I'm going to continue checking that out, and uh, it's been fantastic. Um, The other thing that I started checking out last week is uh, the oft-talked-about Heroes Reborn. I did tell everyone that I would uh, take one for the team and go ahead and check that out. Uh, So I uh, watched the first two episodes, uh, and surprisingly, it's pretty all right. It's not god-awful, like the last (laughs) couple of seasons of that show. Um, I will say that they, they do some things that piss me off. Uh, because they just seem to be sort of bringing back characters that we know from the original series just so people can go, oh, hey, look, it's that guy, and then promptly kill them off, which is very annoying to me. I I don't like just bringing in a character to make me say, oh, hey, and then just, like,
0: kill them off. Yeah, well, if the original Heroes was any indication, he could be alive two episodes later. Yeah, good point. The original Heroes was the greatest blue balls I ever had. (laughs) 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 Before and after. uh, Heroes Reborn
1: takes place uh, sometime Mm -hmm. after the events of the original show, which I don't recall what happened at the end because I totally did not watch Heroes Season 4 because it sucked. It did suck. Yep. So I didn't watch it. Um, So it takes place sometime after and it basically starts with uh, our buddy uh, Noah Bennett, uh, the man with the horn-rimmed glasses. Yep and uh, basically it's him like penning this little apology to his daughter uh, Claire Bennett aka the cheerleader from you know season one and on and on and so forth now she's a country star I believe in some show she's <laughs> a national yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's her um, and basically they the world is coming to accept Evos uh, which are the super powered human beings you know mm-hmm. instead of calling them mutants they call them Evos in this show Excuse me. So, uh, there's this big festival scheduled to take place, and everybody's gathered here, humans and evils alike, because it's a big peace summit.
0: That's right. It's the beginning of uh, (laughs) dark. God damn, what's it called? Dragon Age. Yeah, it is. It totally is. It's just Dragon Age Inquisition. <laughs> Inquisition. Inquisition. Yeah, it's totally the beginning of that. So everybody's
1: coming together for this peace summit, yeah. and some jackass blows everybody the yeah. hell up. It is literally the beginning of Dragon Age Inquisition. <laughs> it's literally that. It is. Which is hilarious. Like, to the point where, like, the explosion, you watch it from far away, mm-hmm. like in a vantage point where we're just, yep. like, over
0: some trees and stuff.
1: Just like Dragon Age Inquisition. Yeah, it's amazing.
0: The, the Templars and the Magi are going to meet together, and then there's a terrorist attack. Yep. And that's Dragon
1: <laughs> Age. That's Heroes of Reborn, whatever oh, oh, crap it's called. Right. So the attack, uh, we are told, so uh, this happens. We see that the man with the horn rim glasses survives, uh, and then we flash forward uh, to one year later, um, and via some uh, commemorative television coverage on the news, we are told that us, our friend Suresh from the original Hero show has claimed full responsibility and now is an evil terrorist. Uh, so he, he supposedly claimed responsibility for the whole thing. Um, and uh, Mr. Noah Bennett now goes under an assumed identity and he is uh, basically on the run and hiding from Primatech uh, or just trying to distance himself from the entire Primatech situation. Uh, and basically, we're then introduced to some new Evos. Uh, there is an interesting um, couple uh, that is played by, uh, what, what's, uh, what's the name of the, that show where the dude was like a Best Buy employee, but also a spy? I forget that Chuck. Dude's name. Chuck. that guy. Um, he is one of the main new Zachary characters. Dubai. Yeah, that's him. Zachary mm-hmm. Levi. Good Good call. Good mm-hmm. call. Um he is uh married to this rather intense woman uh and they lost their child uh, in the attack in uh June 13th I believe is the date they keep referring to. Um so their their son was an evo. He gets killed and they basically make it their life's mission to hunt down and kill every evo in the planet. Rather lofty goal, but they're they're doing very well at it. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> so we basically see them like take out this entire room of in- completely innocent people um, right off the bat, which is not cool. They just run up and shoot the hell out of everyone, even though these people totally have powers and they just have guns and they get gunned down. I don't know.
0: They, they must have sucked using their powers, I guess. Mm. <laughs> they said vampires like their fingernails grew
1: <laughs> no one dude has super speed he got killed one dude could turn invisible still got killed one dude can shoot fire out of his hands mm-hmm. he got killed by getting an extinguisher to the face and then shot oh yeah right. those people just were terrible at using their powers I mean, he a to train like the x-men right so uh yep and they they we we get to see their further adventures um the other new character uh is this kid whose name i completely forget um but Micah? he no oh. you do get to see micah's name on a board oh, at some oh. point in that yeah. episode so i'm like oh hey micah's coming back that'd be cool <laughs> i like him um, so basically this new kid who is an Evo in uh, hiding, um, because one year later after the terrorist attack, basically, uh, humanity has turned on Evos and they now want them hunted down and, uh, murdered. Um, so... Uh, the funny part of that uh, beginning sequence that I just told you about where Zachary Levi and his wife go in and murder everyone is we see these uh, short um, snippets of all the people that were at that meeting and they were persecuted and they escape persecution in one way or another. Like there's this one, the invisible guy, like get, he's getting tracked down by this uh, pickup truck full of hillbillies. And he turned he, invisible? Yes. He ran up in a river, <laughs> washed the dirt off himself, turned invisible and ran away. There's this uh, Asian man in China who uh, chopped his own hand off because he was weighted down with a rather heavy weight and flew away. He could fly. So they had him weighed down Mm -hmm. by the wrist. He chopped his hand off to escape. And then Zachary Levi totally shot him in the face. (laughs) Like, heroes, why show me these people's struggles to let me see them get shot in the face? Maybe they're building to something. Cool. maybe they are. I hope they are because... That's just messed up. Is it like a miniseries this time around? Um, I thought it was supposed to be, and then they turned it into just like a regular show. Of course they did. I, I thought that's how shows that get canceled was. for a reason, people. So anyway, kid and his mom uh, are—they're showing apparently like Canada is kind of a safe haven for uh evos and the kid and his mom try to get into canada but they watch this evil lady get found out and totally like tasered and taken away so they run away and go back to the united states where they just live in hiding and they keep basically moving from city to city because the kid can't control his powers um so he was at that meeting where everybody got killed but he ended up leaving early because his mom sent him a text message so zachary levi and the wife are after him to uh, totally shoot him in the face like this teenage boy just like their son They're totally just, well, their son was a kid, actually, but they just want to shoot this innocent kid in the face. Um, So they end up kind of meeting, and it turns out that his power is the ability to teleport people away, which is pretty sweet. Also, the uh, special effects in this show are kind of crap, (laughs) which really sucks. That's the one thing where you're immediately like, man, ABC, you could have given this a better special effects budget. So that's not cool. The other main character that we're introduced to is uh, this Mexican fella who puts on a uh, Mexican wrestling mask, much like I did in our little 7-minute. <laughs> Where buddies. <laughs> is the director's cut for that? I don't know, man. I'll have to follow want, up with Dugan. Yes. I don't know if it's ever going to happen. He keeps assuring us that it will. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so he basically goes out in public in a... Uh, in a luchador mask, and he is a uh, vigilante, so he's kind of like a Batman type in L.A. And, uh, you know, he's, he, he ends up being pretty cool. Um, some stuff happens with him in those first two episodes that I don't want to spoil, but I am uh, cautiously optimistic about where this show is going. There's definitely some real corny stuff in there, especially some of the No Bennett stuff. He's now, like, uh, the the main sort of central character of the show um, and a, a sort of audience sur- surrogate because he apparently had his mind wiped about what really happened on that day that the terrorist attack happened. I see you rolling your eyes, Maurice. I agree. I hear you. Um, but I don't think he's a strong enough actor, that guy, to carry a show. Mm. Um, and a lot of the, some of the stuff that he does just has me kind of cringing and going, man, that dude's kind of corny a little bit. <laughs> so I hope that they branch out a little and and, and focus in on uh, some of the other characters. But like I said, i um, cautiously optimistic. Uh, it's not. Um, it is not fantastic, it's not great, but it is decent at this point. Also, Tim Kring seems to have a thing for Japanese people and Japanese culture. It's kind of weird. Tim, Tim Kring sucks. Tim Kring, it's weird. Well, I first think he wrote and directed the first episode. <laughs> I bet he did. And there's a super bubbly J-pop Japanese girl. Oh right yeah, out. I saw her on the previous and stuff. It's, it's super weird because she, her powers
0: is that she can go into a video game. It's like my dream. <laughs> <laughs> did you watch Heroes Coburn? I did not. Victor, did you watch the uh, first heroes? Not at all. No. Oh. First season's really good. I highly yeah. recommend it. It's and, fantastic. And then pretend like nothing else happened after that. I think the <laughs> only
2: thing that caught my attention with Heroes was that they used Nazis song Hero in a commercial. Oh, okay. And that
0: was it. Was it one of the newer ones? Or, I came way back when. No,
2: it was way back when.
0: Oh I was gonna say Enrique Inglesi is Hero, but that works too. <laughs> That's I would cool. not be watching Heroes Reborn until Peter, unless Peter Petrelli shows back up. But Peter Petrelli sucks. Peter Petrelli was the man in season one, which is the only one that we're pretending exists. Right? Oh, okay, that's fair. <laughs>
1: we're only pretending season one is the only season that happened. Yeah, Peter Petrelli's pretty cool. Yes. And then he sucked. And <laughs> then he sucked wicked bad. Yep. Heroes Reborn. It's okay. Mm. Two thumbs. It's kind of to the side.
0: <laughs> it's just okay. <laughs>
1: I'll continue to watch. It's on Hulu. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's there. It's just kind of laying there.
4: <laughs> yeah. You know, speaking of heroes, you hear the Marvel has announced uh,
0: Ant Man and the Wasp. I did hear about that the movie. Yeah. yeah. Oh, nice! I did yeah. not know that officially. I don't know how it's gonna happen because it's 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 being released after Avengers uh, Infinity War Part One and in Part Two.
4: Yeah. It's, uh, so it's very confusing. Yeah. It's currently announced for July twenty eighteen. Yeah.
0: And I think twenty seventeen, the yeah, end of twenty seventeen, is when. Part 1's coming out and then 2018 is part two's coming out after that date and then t- 2019 has Inhumans and I think Captain Marvel
2: right? no I think Inhumans was the last one
0: is it the last one yeah yeah you're right yeah yeah so that'll be interesting but I really like yeah. Ant-Man so I'm looking forward to a sequel yeah. I liked it better than Avengers 2 yeah. so I will definitely be checking that out um, and it's cool they're getting Wasp in there too it's pretty cute Yeah, that was pretty dope. I like that. I'm curious how they're going to work it with Infinity Wars. Which is going to be sick-ass nasty. Yo. (laughs)
3: What?
0: (laughs) Although I'm actually probably looking now, and the the trailer for Daredevil season two dropped. Saw it. Yes.
1: Saw it today. Yeah. I've not seen it. No spoilers because I totally haven't seen the rest of season one. Oh my (laughs) god! Oh man,
3: (laughs) you're watching (laughs)
0: fucking shitty ass Heroes Reborn,
1: and you like this is a conversation we have like every.
0: Five, six episodes or so. You were watching Shitberg <laughs> Heroes Reborn with shitty shit, and you're not watching Daredevil, which is amazing. <laughs> exactly. Victor, <laughs> if you watch it, he it, right? Of course. Yeah, of course it. he has. Yeah. Daredevil's he awesome. It was so good. It was better than any wrestling, I'm not wrestling, I'm watching wrestling on the TV in the background, any superhero <laughs> crap that's come out.
1: I also have breaking news. Mm. A jury in Bridgeport, Connecticut has rejected a woman's attempt to sue her then eight-year-old nephew for an exuberant greeting at his birthday party four years ago that she says caused her a broken wrist. <laughs> you know, I read that article earlier today, and I threw up my mouth a little Sorry, bit. That's hilarious. No cap. Uh, I was looking at a message on my iPhone, and I swiped left. You know how they have that new uh, like screen where you swipe left and it gives you yeah. a bunch of... And news is on there, and that was the news. So I'm like, wait, this woman's suing an eight-year-old? What the... Yeah. See, uh,
3: so she D-
2: went to D- 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 a eight-year-old. <laughs> it just happened. <laughs> what a So this is
0: actually... I When I read this article, I had to confirm it wasn't an Onion article because she said that she went to her eight-year-old's, her old nephew's birthday party. He jumped into... And this is her quote. Semi quote jumping in, jumped into her arm saying, I love you, auntie. Name they fell to the ground, and then she like hurt her wrist, but she didn't want to bring it up during the party because she didn't want to ruin the party. And then she got home, she's like, I live in Manhattan on a third floor, it's really hard to go up and down the stairs with a broken wrist. And then she sued her nephew for $127,000. Four years later,
3: (laughs) she just
1: kept a broken
0: wrist for four years. What? I broke my wrist tri- tripping over <laughs> my f- friend's fat ass playing basketball. I didn't sue that motherfucker, <laughs> Joe. How long ago? How long ago was it? Actually, <laughs> it's close to <laughs> four years now.
1: Why
2: you, you, gotta,
0: you get it again? For over a hundred thousand dollars? Really okay, one hundred twenty-seven thousand. That is ridiculous. Also, who cares? That. This boy probably doesn't. Yeah be like you i was driving the lane she like sued a 12 year old boy <laughs> yeah i was driving the lane like a g and he sticks his huge ass out and i'd pl- flop <laughs> over it and break my wrist um yeah and then like, that was like an actual quote from her and i'm like this can't be real this cannot be real where is the onion it wasn't onion victor it was and i felt like ill i mean, like i cannot believe <laughs> people like you exist
1: direct quote yes from this woman <laughs> I was at a party recently, and it was difficult to hold my hors d'oeuvres
0: plate. That's what that was. That was, that was it. That was it. That was the one. There's something. To... Well, what oh, kind of hors d'oeuvres you're... were there? That's very important. Yeah. That... I could. That's why I couldn't. I'm like, this has to be an onion article. No one actually says this kind of stuff out loud. Oh man. Uh, quite the litigious nation we live in. Yeah. I'm gonna sue a twelve-year-old. My nephew just turned twelve. I'm gonna sue the shit out of him. Uh, I went to no reason. I went to a soccer game and my feet were cold because they got wet because it rained. I'm mad. You should probably sue that soccer league. Yeah, and I'm gonna sue him, him (laughs) in particular. Sorry, Brian.
5: Uh, Oh my god.
0: Yeah, that's terrible. I like was gonna talk to you about it at work, but I couldn't even because it was so outrageous. (laughs)
1: Mm. You should have said that. No,
0: this is hilarious. I didn't know that she got denied. I feel a lot better knowing she got denied. And oh, oh, the best part—the best part—the um, the son. She, you know, he went to court with his dad. Um, his mother couldn't make it because she um, died in the past year. Ah. Uh, uh, yep. Man. This aunt is the worst. <laughs> it's literally the worst. It doesn't say if it's a sister or sister-in-law. Wow. So she's a mon- She's literally a monster. She's literally a monster. That's the people you read about or have nightmares about. It's just, it's so bad. Wow. Yeah. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. It's pretty you really just got to give people credit for stupidity. Yeah, I mean, that's really impressive that she even, like, Then the lawyer that took that case. he should be disbarred. Like, tar- tarred and feathered. <laughs> and murdered. Like, was there any part this in that mean, consultation uh... where you're just like,
1: are you serious? <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is a good idea. Maybe she represented herself. Yeah, this is a good idea. Right. She's kept saying that to herself over and over and
3: over again. <laughs> this is a,
1: fine. She's an HR manager. Don't they deal with dumb shit all the time? If you're an HR person, shouldn't you know what dumb shit looks like? And who is she an HR manager of?
0: She live in fucking Manhattan on a third floor by I herself. Know. I don't know. Kind I have know. no idea. Oh my God. <laughs> really? That's this incredible. It's incredible. I, I, I'm still convinced it's fake. Just uh, it please be fake, Victor, please be fake. <laughs> wow. When uh, he,
1: saw, when he spotted her at I'm the sorry. party, he dropped his new bicycle on the ground and ran toward her calling out, Auntie Jen, Auntie Jen. All of a sudden he was there in the air. I had to catch him and we stumbled onto the ground. That's love. Cornell testified. I remember him shouting, Auntie Jen, I love you. And there he was flying at me.
0: What a monster.
1: <laughs> what a f- How <laughs> big is this fucking kid? Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. I, <laughs> I, I just had to...
3: That no, I'm, gl- I'm glad off.
2: you did. I'm glad you did. We need stories like that in our attention. Because, oh I mean, God. just when you think that your life is really fucked up, mm-hmm. <laughs> stories like that make you realize that your ass is just A-OK.
4: Victor, <laughs> right. these are the
1: exact type of people you were denouncing at the beginning of this podcast. What do you mean? Assholes. I don't know. Jerks. I bet
0: she plays fantasy football. I bet she's I bet. PC, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Is super PC. Uh-huh. Uh, I just wonder how people like that make it through life without drowning from the rain. <laughs> Looking uh, up into the sky and drowning. This
1: lady sounds like the most privileged able in the planet. Yeah, it's
0: incredible. Uh, she's
1: it has it. Another direct quote. Yeah, it's possible. She she's she's said so that the story. injury has turned her life upside down. It has been very difficult. We all know how crowded it is in Manhattan. That that has to be an onion (laughs) article. It has to be fake. This is USA Today, bro. It has to be fake.
3: USA Today is is
1: pretty legit. This is real. It's legit, bro. This is America.
4: You know what else is great? What's that, Vic? One hundred and ten dollar season passes.
0: Yeah. For uh, Battlefront, right? Yeah. yeah. Star, oh, yeah Star Wars <laughs> Battlefront. So the past week, this is... Okay, so here's what I did this past week. I... Uh, well, besides a watching pro the a pro-level segue, by the way, yeah. Vic. That's great. <laughs> that <is. laughs> Season passes are super American. You know what else is American? Going on Paranormal Investigations, which is what I did Saturday. Whoa, what? Wait, yeah. what? Yeah. Yeah. Whoa! Yeah. This is news? Yeah. You did not even talk about, about this at work. Oh, yeah, I kept, it, I kept it a secret. So I went with... Uh, Friend of the show, Angela mm-hmm. Um I'm trying to find out the name of the place. The so John Waterman House in work. It's really like what the Warwick Historical Society is. Mm-hmm. And we did it, um, let me just find that name real quick, um, with Rise Up Paranormal. Um, they're pretty popular on here. Their head guy was Keith, and he actually works with Taps, better known for Ghost Hunters. Mm-hmm. So he's, he hasn't been on like sci-fi show, but he's done. I used to like love those shows so much. And then when they started finding stuff like every day or every episode, I was like, okay, this is a little much. And, you know, that's had to make more like, oh, it's super cool. Nah, I don't like it. So we got to do that place, which had a lot of – they talk, you know, took us a tour around, gave us all the different, um, you know, stories that people have said, people that work there, people that walk by. You know, they've seen apparitions. They've heard voices. And they gave us some of the, the ghost hunting material that they've used. And I've done a couple of these things. Like I did a um, – some stuff in Gettysburg, Slater Mill in Warwick, uh, USS Salem in Quincy, Mass. So there's a lot of good stuff. Oh, and so in Massachusetts as well. Um, so it was a lot of fun and we, you know, did it for like five hours. It was like seven PM to the midnight and we did the K two meter where it like collects energy and you try to like t- know, you've seen it on the shows and stuff, but these guys take it pretty very seriously. But the thing I like about it is you know they work on the debunking part of it. They don't go in and say Oh my god, this is, uh, this is moving. Oh my god, the candle's moving. Actually, no, it's because I stepped and it kind of moved. Like, they, they do that part first, which is really cool. Um, but that was a lot of fun. Um, Rise of Paranormal, I got their card. Maybe do another one of those pretty soon. Um, maybe have an episode about that too because there's a lot of good stuff out there. It's really interesting. It's a lot yeah, of fun. that sounds cool. Yeah. Yeah,
2: fuck
1: it,
0: I'll do it. <laughs> Honestly, if we did a uh, Codex Prime ghost hunt, you guys would be peeing your pants, I think. It was a good time. Um, and then we had flag football on Sunday, and yeah. I did really good, Errors can talk about that. and then yeah. I played the Battlefront beta yesterday, and it went terribly wrong, horribly horrible. <laughs> How horrible? So horrible. So I logged in, uh, booted it up, I was so excited, I'm like, oh, I'm getting home from work, because I haven't played a video game in a long time, so I'm like, I'm just gonna put my feet up, play some Star Wars Battlefront, get into this little beta, see what's up, Booted it up, and, uh, can't connect to the servers, which is cool. So, like, five minutes, I'm like, okay, I'm going to keep trying, trying to get into a map, can't connect, and then it gets me in, I'm like, oh, this is cool, I'm shooting, Star Wars, this is fun, and then three minutes in, I kill someone, and then I get kicked off. of the first map, and I'm like, oh, I know it's beta, I know it's beta, I get it, but it's been on for a few days now, and you're fucking EA, you could buy the goddamn moon, I think you could buy a few server racks, <laughs> okay? So, uh, get. and then the next, the other map was Hoth. And it's like you have to you should probably level up a little bit before you play this. I'm like, well the other map's not working, so I gotta fucking play this one. So I go in there, get my dick kicked. Like bad. I'm like, oh I'm like I think I went like three for twenty or something like that. Wow. And you yeah. That's really bad. But I had like level one shit and I was getting annihilated. And then <laughs> I think I may have shot Darth Vader with the turret gun though. Oh, which good. was fun. But I don't know if it was him or not. Um <laughs> it was black and there was a cape. I'm pretty sure it was Darth Vader. Never saw Luke Skywalker run around because I know he's on that map as like a hero. Except he's wearing his Return of the Jedi garb, which, which confuses me. What's that all about? This was like a little team that does all the story, and they can't even get that shit right. Fuck you, EA. So I mean, I still have a pre-order, and I'm still gonna play it when it comes out. But I literally, I, I, I really like the these professional guys that like sit there waiting for matches for like an hour or two. I could barely wait like 20 minutes. I'm like, I gotta, I gotta do something else. I'm not like, gonna do this. Um, so I played it a little bit and got my butt kicked. And uh, the the match was really long. It definitely feels like Star Wars. I'm like, I could have a lot of fun with this if it was working. Um, But I would also like a campaign, which they're not going to have, and space battles, which they don't have. Uh, But now with the DLC, their season pass DLC, the game's 60, the DLC season pass is 50 for a total of $110. Yikes. And we talked about this a few weeks ago, I do not do DLC anymore, so I will not be buying that. (laughs) That's a lot of money. But... I understand a lot of work goes into these games, but if you have it already, just give it to me now. Want it now, Victor? <laughs> yeah,
4: I hear you, but you know, EA is <laughs> all about that dollar dollar bill, and if yeah. it means scru- scouging customers' wallets, then they will do it.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, the game definitely felt it felt like Battlefield with Star Wars skin. Mm. And Star Wars is cool, it's blasters and shit, but if it's this multiplayer Star Wars, yeah. I mean, I played that 10 years ago on Battlefront 2. Give me some story. Give me some meat and potatoes.
4: Yeah. And this game is multiplayer only, right?
0: Yes. yes. I think there's like some missions and stuff, but it's all multiplayer. But I feel like if I played it with friends and stuff, um, it'd be fun. But I don't know, man. People have to just sink like a lot of hours into these games to get super, super duper good. Mm-hmm. And I just don't have that time anymore. Back in Call of Duty was like 50 Yeah, it's just eh.
2: we're adults, man. It's just Yeah, being adults
0: sucks. I can do it actually. True, I just don't want to. <laughs> that too. And I get home from work. I'm like, I'm really. Not you the Star Wars geek, you figured you'd be all over
3: that. Well,
0: if, if it was a new story, I would be all over it. Like, shit, I'd like, I would be all over that. But it's just a rehash of battles I have played in, like Battle of Hoth, like fighting AT ATs. I did that shit in fucking Shadows of the Empire in 1997. Yep. Been there, done that. Mm-hmm. Get out of here, Battlefront. <laughs> and and Battlefield was fun when I played Battlefield 1941 or 42, like 10 years ago. It's just the same goddamn game over and over again with little teeny tiny enhancements. And you keep buying it. I'm buy, buying it about Battlefield. you buy Battlefront, Star yeah. Wars. And it says Star Wars. In same front game. Of I know. I mm. told you, I'm a little Star Wars whore.
1: Well, there you go. That's why EA will keep making it and taking your money and not doing anything about it. Yeah, just like the poor
4: sods that buy Madden every year.
0: I stopped doing that. No, hold on. You have to
1: vote with your wallet, man. Madden's the shit. It's hard. Everyone else is
2: going to buy it anyway. Well, (laughs) every every year Madden's the shit. Well, I've never played one, so I'll take the word for it. All right,
4: then. Well, then. But, I mean, isn't it it, it just the same game every every single year?
2: There's always differences. Yes, but there's always something different.
0: <clears throat> one time there was another game, a little game called ESPN or NFL two K something, it was really good and it challenged MJ? No, 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 that one is not good. This is NFL two K. Yeah. And it challenged Madden for Supremacy. It was actually really good, a lot of good enhancements. And you know what EA did? They you know bought what they- the rights. They bought the rights, the exclusive rights for the NFL and their team uh, and players. It's because NFL
1: 2K put the game out for 20 bucks. That it too. It featured NFL licensed football game for point. $20. Yep. And that year they were murdering Madden. Yep. And EA said, "Guess what? You can't do that anymore. <laughs> we own exclusive rights now. Instead of making a better game, we just won't <laughs> let you make yours." Yes. <laughs>
0: Back to America.
1: That's <laughs> the way
3: EA
0: thinks. Yep. So you just yep. roll, you just take money. You just throw it. You just throw it at the problem. Done. Fixed. Got it. (laughs) Yeah, and all the Merc! Yep. Yeah. Fuck Yay. I hate them so much. <laughs> I hate them so much. <laughs> hey,
4: well, you also well also the fans who buy their games have to take responsibility too, because no, they're all Victor. Yeah, Maurice, take responsibility, Maurice. No, like all the people who take buy it. all the people who buy Madden every single year, knowing that there's only one or two minuscule changes, mm. they have to take responsibility. Well, still, if you
2: if you enjoy it, I get that. I enjoy. Yeah, no. I enjoy it. You know, you're not gonna get like the 2015 roster if right. you buy 2014. Right, and I have no, you just can't.
1: Yeah, Victor. And how am I gonna give Dion Lewis on the Patriots <laughs> if I don't pay sixty dollars for it? Sometimes you can download the new rosters. <laughs> nah, um, not only to a certain,
0: only to a certain degree. Yeah, um, I haven't bought a Madden since Mike Vick was on the cover. That was two thousand four. So I've been out of the game for a long time. Um, but yes, if you if you like it, go for it. like my cousin and brother. They love NHL. They buy all those NHL games, and they are fun. I just can't play it as much as they do. Good for them, though. Shit, if you like it, play it. Um, and I feel like maybe I could I could love Battlefront, but I love Battlefront Two is my favorite, like one of my favorite games of all time, and they're just yeah,
3: yeah.
0: It had a good campaign too, the Five Hundred First, but now it's no longer a thing, which is unfortunate. But hey, maybe Battlefront Two will have it. <laughs> new New <laughs> Battlefront Two, I don't know, <laughs> um, which you will also purchase. Yep. But now it's interesting. I'm 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 intrigued by what they do with all these. So new basically, games. what you're saying is,
1: EA, your game sucks.
0: Like, it might be really good. Can I can I have can I have some more? Can I have another? <laughs> <laughs> this is not fair when you put Star Wars in front of it. It's, it's not like, fair. My body it can't help but itself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
4: You, you need help. I do need a lot of help. But, uh, yeah. But but yeah, speaking of. Uh, Companies with dubious business practices. What about the developers of uh, Deus Ex Mankind Divided with their five-tier pre-order scam? Which was now canceled uh, That should just confuse me. Yeah, apparently um, the developers of uh, Mankind Divided, which looks good by the way It's coming out next February. Apparently they had a five-tier pre-order scheme where if you spent X amount of dollars on like the on, like on the pre-order on the first tier you get like uh, costume changes for the main character Adam Jensen then, God, I hate then cosmetic the, shit. Yeah, then the second tier you get like the like the, the digital comic. The third tier you get the soundtrack and, and new weapons. And the fourth tier you get everything plus uh like uh, the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Then the fifth tier you get all the bonuses, plus you get the game four days early. And mm-hmm. and, and and naturally there were there were there was a you know a little a big Person. outcry, big controversy, a big outcry from fans. You know, that, that took umbrage at the fact that, yo, why are you blatantly trying to gouge us for money? And um, uh, the, Jim, the Jimquisition, Jim Sterling, actually had a video that covered it uh, pretty well. And now uh, the developers of Mankind Divided have actually cancelled their whole pre-order scam. So now if you pre-order the game, regardless of how much you put into it, then you actually get all the bonuses up front. which Which, is, which should have been the case in the first place. But... That's uh, that's just This just goes to show you why I personally don't pre-order games. And if you pre-order games, you're part of the
0: problem. Sorry. What the <laughs> fuck <laughs> is that? This is the last collector's edition I bought. It's Star Wars: The Old Republic. There's a lot of dust on it. I'm just taking a picture of this. <laughs> and you know what was on top of it? Fucking nutcracker. <laughs> fuck. Two of
3: them. And wow! Look at that thing. Jeez. Yeah. It's
0: really cool when you look at it. That was legit. But why did I get this? Why did I get why did I get it? I don't know Codex Prime listeners. I don't oh, know. Oh yeah, that's a that's a sweet steelbook book case. Yes. <laughs> Look at this. This is pretty it cool. Stars. It's got like art and shit thing. Woo! It.
4: Was that a was that yes was that a yeah. pre-order thing?
0: Yes. Uh, it was a collector's edition pre-order. Uh, um and yeah, this is the last thing I've got How else done. you get
4: collector's editions, Victor. Right hey, Victor. I've <laughs> i I've, I've, I've bought quite a few games that sold the collector's editions up front.
0: Yeah, and you know what? You know what all this is now? You know what all this is now? Nothing. It's non-canon. It means nothing anymore. (laughs) It means literally nothing. I got the soundtrack. That's pretty cool. Maybe I should bring that to work. And look at this. I got this Darth Malgus statue. You know what he is? Nothing. He's nobody. Yep. (laughs) He is non-canon loser. You know what? And I said earlier, I I won't buy pre-orders anymore. I won't buy collector's editions anymore because of this shit. And I won't buy pre-orders anymore because of all that bullshit. So I will not be buying that season pass. Thank but,
4: you. But I will
0: buy the standard Battlefront because I, I have faith that it might be a good game. Yeah,
3: sure.
0: I
1: stopped purchasing collector's editions a very long time ago for that reason. Actually,
0: I, I even ha- I haven't even opened up
1: this. He's still in here. Wow. Like I think I, I am an adult. Yep. I have a wife. I bought this when I was still in college. She. No, I understand. I'm giving my reasons,
0: not oh, right, asking right, right, you to right. defend yours, Thank sir. You. Thanks. She open. would not appreciate
4: a big, dumb, stupid Star Wars statue in the middle of my house oh, somewhere. I didn't realize <laughs> this was so big. Hey, hey. Well, you can. That might have resale value, though. Keep it, keep it locked up. Keep it sealed. Hey, maybe you can find some other sucker. Loser, yes, absolutely.
2: A big
1: loser like yourself? Oh crap, this thing has floor plans. What the hell, man? I kind of want to put it on my desk at work. This thing is ridiculous. How much did you pay for this?
0: I don't know know exactly how much. Was it it (laughs) over a hundred? It was certainly over (laughs) one hundred dollars.
1: Of course it was over a hundred dollars. Come on, look at this thing.
0: See the, uh, yeah, Dolph is the loser, or, uh, But you pre- ridiculous. The pitches well, will be up soon. Well, you see, this is Seale Sean. That's Revan's, like, great, 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 great daughter means nothing because she's not canon. No. But, BioWare is owned by EA, who owns the rights, so maybe one day they'll make a game outside of the original trilogy or prequel trilogy or sequel trilogy. But I feel like Disney's gonna just market that corner forever now. Which kind of annoys me. Yeah.
4: Yeah. It looks like a lot
0: of work went into this. Sure did. Yeah,
4: that's <laughs> Admittedly, that's a pretty swank package you got. Yeah.
0: So that game got released. Um, I'm sorry. That game got announced October of 2008. And I remember this because it was my first year at New England Tech. My first quarter at New England Tech. And I was like, I cannot wait for this game to come out while I'm at school because I can play it so much because I'm going to school and not working. And then you know what happened? I graduated October 2011, and the game came out December 2011. <laughs> <laughs> and it was awful. Uh, graduation
1: sick. gift to yourself that you regret? Yep. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Was it over
0: $150? I don't remember. Oh, okay. I could look it up, possibly. Yeah. Wow. Maybe I should open this up and sell this for $150. But no one's going to buy this. Maybe it's Darth Vader. Can I have it? Get out of here, bitch! <laughs>
3: Uh-huh. She means a lot to me. <laughs>
0: to Something
3: that
1: you hate so much means a lot to you. It's to commemorate it's, his graduation. I thoroughly enjoyed
0: oh. this game. I max out my Jedi Knight character. I play a little bit of a smuggler. Mm-hmm. And then people, were, I remember like I joined a guild and they're like, hey, can you raid every Tuesday at 8 p.m.? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs>
3: oh, you
0: can't do that shit. You crazy? <laughs> so, yeah. It's a lot of work to go into it, but I'm not buying collector's editions anymore, and I'm no longer pre-ordering. I'm sorry. That's a lie. I will pre-order, but I'm not going to do like season passes and DLC and shit. Okay. No, Amazon no. pre-order is good, because it just comes to your door.
2: Are you going to get the collector's edition of the new Jurassic World movie?
0: No. No, no. no. I did see that. I was kind of like, exclusive packaging. I got an exclusive package for you right here, Carl Berg. <laughs> What's up? I'm not doing that. It's crap.
1: You can currently sell that thing on eBay for under $100. Under $100? Yes.
0: Shit! <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm missing a, a CD in here.
1: The figurine. Somebody has the figurine thing. Uh-huh. Uh, up right oh, now. This is Ooh. the coolest
0: part about it. Is it got the whole known galaxy of Jedi, of Star Wars. Oh, that's cool. You know what? None of this shit means anything anymore. <laughs> Cause it's all non-canon! <laughs> all of it! Like, Battlefront has a new planet called uh, Solas or some shit. Yeah. I don't think it's in here.
3: I'm, I'm going s- to take a break, you guys. Well, actually, <laughs> you guys talk amongst yourself.
0: It is, it is. It's not <laughs> in one of these, but I think it is in the planet,
4: right? Well, Sullust was mentioned briefly in Return of the Jedi. Aha, uh-huh, yeah. By Darth Vader. I and have it,
2: a feeling that Mauricio will be playing this, like, as soon as we leave.
0: It's free to yeah. play now, so you don't have to actually buy it at all. <laughs> wow. Yep.
1: So, somebody has that figure by itself on sale for $89.99, or best offer. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'll give you a dollar. So Maurice uh <laughs> oh
1: wait I just found
2: another wait, you'll
0: give me a dollar <laughs> for no for his shit
1: for his other one so I got two I just uh so just found another
0: auction on eBay for that figure for fifty-nine ninety nine. You should buy it. No. But I'm kinda curious about the soundtrack that I which I also did not open. <laughs> it's actually good music. So, so you just basically spent like two
2: hundred dollars on just a big ass box that had the
0: Star Wars logo on it? Uh, technically, that's the Old Republic logo, and <laughs> that's the Set Empire logo. Yes. 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 <laughs> the answer to your question is yes. Um, but no, I'm not missing a CD. Uh, oh, 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 and the best part, the best part, which I actually, is actually the best part. Uh, this was worth the entire purchase for me. I still use my Star Wars Yellow Republic key fob. I don't use it, but I have it. Oh, is that what
3: that's from? <laughs>
1: yeah. I was, I was wondering what the hell that is. security
0: key fob for my account. Oh. So no one can break and steal into my shit a Rescue Kasi is safe. Oh, cool. Yeah. But it's like, I have a Star Wars keychain, which is kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, I will always have this. Mm. And I got it from this. Uh, so this whole thing was, this key fob is $150. <laughs> <laughs> or however much I spent. Uh,
2: uh, we, uh, that we seems not like not we... a good decision.
0: Uh, no, it was probably the worst decision, and that's why I'll never buy collector's Editions again.
4: Well, you know, like as Carl just, met, just said, you know, we've all made uh, purchasing boners before. True, so. true. I should have bought the Deluxe Edition. What?! what?
0: Yeah, I don't think I've ever that, made or. a purchasing boner You've never it purchased
4: anything and been like Boner also Lund, Lund, no, Lunder? Lunder? Boner yeah. also means mistake Yes Can't like, Just the say bro, underpains. I've never made a purchasing boner
0: Just gonna put that out there I have made multiple Fucking characters. childish <laughs> <laughs> That baby Boners are sweet though Just nothing
3: Let me me put this guy away. I don't know. I'm breaking everything. (laughs) That art
0: booklet is pretty cool, though. That is. Yeah, it it was. It it
1: looks like somebody put a lot of hard work
2: into it. That's probably the hardest working... Work that's that, been put yeah. into that whole box.
1: Yeah. Uh, Lu- and now. LucasArts and Lucasfilm promptly said means nothing.
0: Yep. And I remember Daniel Erickson, who was the lead writer on this, is, and I mentioned this in the last show, was the lead writer of the Star Wars Uprising. Um, and he was like, I he told us in line at PAX, because I waited in three lines to play this game, because I'm a fucking clown. <laughs> and he was like, trust me, I want it done as badly as you guys do. And then it didn't get released for another like two years. So. Yeah. Nice job, Daniel Erickson. But at least now you're working on a canon game for mobile.
2: Well, I'm glad to know that you, you acknowledge your mistakes. Yep. You know the best way—the best way to solve a problem is admitting that you have one. Exactly. I'll own up to it. I have no problem with that. little... puts old... <laughs> <laughs> put it back here. Right?
0: Yeah. <laughs> It is now my stove. <laughs> there we go. Yep, so that's my life. That thing is legit. It was pretty sweet. You
1: must have been so excited
0: when you got that. I did. I am like, <laughs> what am I going to do with this? And I just put it up in the closet. <laughs> I didn't even there know how long it was over there. there. <laughs> yeah. And that's I, do, why I, do why play I don't the game purchase special editions anymore. That is why I
1: no longer think. purchase special editions. Anything that has a statue is automatically just... I didn't realize it was side. that big. Yeah. Same here. They straight up, I love Drake. I believe Drake 3 had a statue. But it was like, nope. Yeah. Give me the standard edition, thanks. Mm-hmm.
4: Um, cause that's cause when we to look at statues, this is like this is taking up space. That's clutter. You want right, that? And not Batarang. Drake the
0: rapper, Drake Uncharted Drake. Did you yeah. want that? The the, the Battle Ring that came with one of those collector editions for Arkham Knight? No. First, mm-hmm. Or Arkham's No. Don't asylum? Want it. Nope. I don't know if that actually even came out. Just if it's a statue, I am not buying it. Yeah. Good call. Cause I was like, oh shit, a real batarang? It's like no, <laughs> this is a little fucking statue. Shitty. It doesn't even move. Yeah, made, I can't throw it at anyone. Made in China. Right. Yeah. I bet mean, that's where Darth Malgus was made. Right.
1: Cause WB just
0: wants you to have ninja murder implements. <laughs> right. <laughs> I would have purchased <laughs> if I could. Yeah. Yeah. So that's uh that's my story. I'm sticking to it.
3: Mm. You
4: and know. I'm... Oh, you know uh, what about the notion that uh uh. Some companies have this are, are considering uh, taking this taking it a step further the season the whole season pass concept mm-hmm. where they'll have a subscription pass where you spend like say two hundred dollars and you get all the all the DLC from mm-hmm. whatever game you purchase from that company in mm-hmm. in a given year.
0: Oh yeah, like you can do like S, uh, Sony Online Entertainment. What? You can buy like uh, well here's the funny thing about do a public. You can buy like you, you could have spent two hundred dollars for a lifetime subscription forever. Mm. I did not do that. <laughs> thankfully enough. However, good job. I did play for my Lord of the Rings online subscription for a year before realizing it and canceled it. Oh, Good. So, I'm an idiot. <laughs> so me and online games have a weird history. A that's why I don't play passed. online. Yes, that's why I don't play online games anymore. But um, I know Sony Online. I don't even think they're called Sony, Sony Online Entertainment anymore. I think they changed their name.
4: Yeah, I think so. I think you're right. It's so um, like
0: dusk yeah. games or something like that. Mm. Um, but now mm-hmm. you can play all because you can play PlanetSide. You can play EverQuest just for one subscription thing. Mm-hmm. But it's all about making that money, and now everything is microtransactions. Yeah. How do you guys feel about microtransactions? <laughs> <laughs> you know I them? hate them. I hate their face, all of them. This is crazy crazy. There must be enough people to actually buy that stuff. Oh man, yeah. You... <laughs> Probably you, you have to be either be a
3: passionate
4: fan of a, mm-hmm. of a certain game to buy all or most of the microtransactions yeah or you have to be like sort of like a casual gamer with little to no knowledge of not, not, yeah not, you, you have, like you have to be not the most discernible gamer mm-hmm. to indulge in tra- microtransactions in the first
0: place don't you got money to burn too, I guess
4: yeah but it's like this at, at some point it's like do you I mean do you really see no problem dropping 9.99 on an in-game item that you could get but just by grinding a little bit? Well, it's yeah, usually not see. grinding a little bit, though. That's how they get you, man. Yeah.
1: You don't grind a little bit. You grind a lot to get that stupid item.
3: Yeah.
1: I just stopped playing the game and freaking delete it. Just <laughs> fuck that. I paid you 60 bucks. I'm not going to pay you more money so I can have my whole game. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And like same thing for like mobile games. Mobile games are the worst at that. Absolutely. If I go in and I see a game, I'm uh, like, oh, yeah. that looks interesting. Oh, in-app purchases. Let's see what this is. Oh, nope. Oh, it's a. Did you do that dancer. for Trivia Crack? Mm, no. Oh. Rather, the only thing Trivia Crack offered was no I, ads. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah.
4: And what's worse? I still play it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I do not. It was We're fun. It a very long time ago.
3: You know, it was
0: weird though. When that when that first thing first came out, and I was in the airport playing it, and I looked to my left and someone was playing it, and I looked to my right and someone was playing it, and I looked behind me and someone was playing it.
5: <laughs> Everyone
0: was playing Trivia Crack, and then in that same airport, there was two people crying. What? It was weird. That is weird. <laughs> it was, I was like, was, "Why is everyone is crying like, today?" It was like Words with
1: Friends. Like everyone started playing Words with Friends when it first came out. Yeah. Then nobody played Words with it Friends. It like Same thing with the Trivia Crack. Yeah,
2: yeah. Our whole crew was on. Oh trivia yeah, hardcore. Like Small. I
1: introduced mm-hmm. that to the to those guys, and it just spread like wildfire. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, didn't didn't Capcom have like on disk DLC for Resident Evil 5 mm-hmm, where the content was on the disc yes yeah and you had to pay, to, do, unlock pay to unlock it yep. oh yeah. shit that's the worst that's the most egregious example
0: that happened that legit happened that's rough man I know they need to make their money I get it mm-hmm. I get it and back in the day video games used to cost almost sixty bucks like we've actually stayed pretty steady at 50 sixty for a long time now which is a good thing yeah but it's just, you, you, you're killing me. You're killing me, video gamers. Gaming, like, they, they need to, st- companies just need to take
1: a step mm-hmm. back, man. Just yep. give me a game. Yep. Like, you know what? You know what I appreciate about Sony? They usually don't try and put all of this microtransaction-y social bullshit in their games. Uh, you know what? You can talk all the shit you want about the Order 1886... Didn't have to pay no money for transactions <laughs> to play that damn game. That's Maybe right. it's not the best game ever, but guess what? I got the whole game.
0: <laughs> <laughs> True that, son. Was yep. that the
2: game that you like? That took you like an hour just to like beat a hallway? Yeah, that's it. And you damn near cried when you finally beat it? No, I almost
1: broke a controller. <laughs> very yeah. crying. Tears but... of joy. or something wrong with tears, tears of That's what I meant. Tears yeah. of joy. No, I get it. But yeah. no, I yeah. was definitely not happy. I was still angry. Uh, did you finish the game? <laughs> uh, no, I have not touched a video game in like the last month and a half. <laughs> God. Uh, that was literally the last time I played a video game. Whatever episode that is, go back. Mm-hmm. That was the last time I played
0: a video game.
4: Damn. Yeah, that's like three, four episodes ago.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Me playing the be, bait, Battlefront Beta was the first time I played in a long time. My th- Xbox is now a WWE network machine. <laughs> yeah,
1: my Xbox is like Hulu and Netflix machine. Like, legit. Oh, oh. I sw- I'd rather spend time doing things mm. nowadays. Yeah. I went apple picking with my family this weekend. That's it fun. was fun. That's sweet. I watched yeah. a lot of football. I uh, ate so many apples, I almost <laughs> threw up. <out. laughs> if I'm question. going apple picking and I'm paying to pick apples, guess what? That bag's not the only thing getting filled. <laughs> <laughs> apple orchard okay maybe I'm a pe- maybe i'm a pessimist about this but I i'm not talking see. about stealing apples i'm talking about my mouth getting filled with apples oh,
0: yeah
2: they got you i don't
1: i just don't see the big deal of apple
2: picking right
1: there is no big deal except that i don't know you get to go with your like we took my in-laws and my wife's little uh my wife's cousin's daughter and we took them, and we went apple picking. We were outside, outdoors, running around trees, yeah, yeah, man. a
0: it's, it's, it's
1: good time. Yeah, it was cool. I propped my iPhone up on a tree. Took a picture with your phone. Took How a picture with, with watch? my watch. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So it was like, hey, we should take a family picture. Hey, you, why don't you grab this phone and totally not be in the picture? And I'm like, hey, everybody. No. <laughs> Let's all be in the picture. Well, everyone's I have this Apple watch. Oh, nice. Nice.
2: <laughs> oh, one good thing that Aris and I did, all the guys... Got together and we
1: tried this restaurant, Br- Brutopia. Brutopia. Yeah, that's right. You texted. Me about yeah, that. I texted Randy and Maurice and totally got ignored about it. It was the question <laughs> I was asking for me. recommendations. i never, oh, never been. I thought you had. So no. I apologize for coming to work on Monday and You're basically op- telling you, "Fuck you." <laughs> Your apology is accepted. <laughs>
0: Brutopia, Pro- begrudgingly, that. Uh That that is a restaurant slash bar slash. Dory. Topia. Topia? Yeah. Hmm.
1: They brew their own beer. It was really yes. pretty good. Wait, as as where is that? It. Cranston. Apple App.
0: Yeah. Cool. happened
1: there. <laughs> <laughs> Just one It used to be a little shot. It used to be a little shot. <laughs> and I
0: didn't actually eat anything when I went <laughs> so, there, though. So, <laughs>
1: fun story. We, myself and a couple of the fellas get there early. So, we're huh? like... Here we go. I Man, know. fuck the rest of these guys. We're ordering beer and wings. Mm. Oh, there's one in Warwick, too, isn't there? I don't know. On Jefferson Boulevard? And as far as uh, I know, okay. is the only one. Okay, okay. So, we order beer and wings, those of us that are there at the time. Um, we get our beer and wings. And soon thereafter, Carl and the rest of the fellas get there. Carl tells me and our boy Oscar, he's like, hey, man. Well, first, he didn't even ask me, first of all, He asked Oscar. He said, "Can I borrow a wing?" Nope, that was offered. Okay. It I'm was offered. Guys. He offered I'll
2: Let you borrow. Oscar offered offered here, I'll let you To lend,
1: lend him a wing until <laughs> Carl orders Lends. his own wing. Okay. Oh, and he pays the wing back. Gotcha. Carl proceeds to eat said wing and grabs the bones and just lays them on top of one of my wings. <laughs> I, <laughs> didn't
2: oh, wing was, I didn't know the wing was I didn't know the
1: wing was right there. I just <laughs> He just puts the bones of his eaten chicken wing on top of one of my wings and then goes Oops,
2: did I put that on a wing? <laughs> I think Steve has got no, no. no. So I'm like... No, the fa- the paper was blocking my view of
1: the uh-huh. wing. And I, I like the story. In. So I go, God damn it, Carl! Take the damn wing! You're paying me back. You can borrow this wing, too. And, you know, Oscar's like, Yeah, okay, now you just have to pay both of us when you're a your wing.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Carl orders, orders to pulled pull. freaking pork. <laughs> Nice. We're like what the hell, Carl? <laughs> you owe us chicken
2: wings! What the hell? Should've came to TJ's. I, we, all, we all have so, we all had wings.
1: Carl, listen, I did not I did not let you incur I don't I'm I'm gonna lost words. <laughs> I'm gonna lost words. Wow, This is Un- the first time I'm gonna unbeknowingly lend you a wing oh,
0: against man. my will. I would have still For eaten that For you to wing. order friggin' pulled pork. I would have still eaten that wing. So Carl... Carl has nice teeth. I'm sure he
1: takes good care of his oral hygiene. Car- no, he had finished the wing by the time we found out <laughs> he had ordered the pulled pork. <laughs> so Carl proceeds to start eating his pulled pork, and I'm like, you know what? Fuck this. So I just grabbed my fork and dove right into his fucking pulled pork. And I was okay with that. <laughs> and I ate some of Carl's pulled pork. And his cornbread. How was it? It was actually really good. Cool.
0: <laughs> so everyone made out okay. Everyone made out okay. Um, I know that, uh, <laughs> that video game talk uh, took us a little bit off track there. Kind of upset us all. So we're going to do something for the first time in the history of the Codex Prime Podcast. We're going to take a pause for the cause. We'll be back before our next segment. Back to the show. Sorry about the quick commercial break there. We had to settle in our very special guest, Mike Medina, a.k.a. Wild Man Congo, local independent wrestler uh, here in Rhode Island in the uh, local scene. Mike, how are you?
5: I'm good. I'm good. Thank you for having me.
0: Oh, it's a pleasure. Uh, Tell us a little about yourself.
5: Uh, What would you like to know?
0: Everything. (laughs) The day you were born, the weather.
5: (laughs) I'm a Capricorn. It's kind of chilly outside. What's up? Nice. Um, No, I'm 31 years old. Originally born in Brooklyn. Um, My mom decided to move to Rhode Island uh, two days before September 11th happened.
0: Oh, sh- oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's yeah. the hell out of Dodge. Yeah. Hey, so, right. Two
5: days before, uh, my grandfather was living here at the time mm-hmm. from Puerto Rico for, da- uh, for medical reasons. And uh, she just wanted to be closer to him. So, like, during the summer, she's like, we're moving. And I was like, where? Rhode Island? I was like, where?
0: <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is it off of Long Island? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say that. Like most New Yorkers. <laughs> but no,
5: we moved. Two days and that stopped me from training for a couple years Mm -hmm. because I was Mm going to be eighteen at the time.
0: Oh, you already trained. You already trained back then. No, no, I was gonna start training. Okay, gotcha, gotcha.
5: And when I turned eighteen, but that stopped me for a little bit. We moved to Rhode Island. Yeah, I've been here ever since. What, fourteen years now. Mm -hmm. So, it's home now. So. Yeah, yeah,
0: (laughs) sweet. How did you get into the uh, the wrestling scene? We got here. You already had the idea for
5: it. Yeah, um, I was gonna train at Gleason's. Gym in uh, Brooklyn, New York. That's run by Johnny Rods, mm-hmm. Hall of Famer for the WWE. And um, so when we moved, I just, I was like, oh, I don't know nobody. I don't, it's like Rhode Island. So I had to get used to being here. I had to learn how to drive. Oh. Because <laughs> in New York, you don't need a yeah. license. There's yeah. trains, cabs everywhere. So I learned real quick that I had to get a license right away. <laughs> I started working and then... um. I just, one day I was with my friends and I was like, I gotta try. So I did some research and then I worked for this company. I'm not gonna say the name, don't like them. (laughs) (laughs) them. Even when I worked for them. Um, But there was a gentleman there that worked there. I mean, yeah, that worked there that used to wrestle back in the day. His first name is Mark, I'm not gonna say his last name. But he told me about a school in Pawtucket, the same school where Carl went.
0: that's how I know Carl from
5: there (laughs) Uh, in Pawtucket Bob Evans uh, Slam Tech University and I went to I think he was doing internet tapings one weekend he's like come by check it out see what you think so me and my friend went Sketchiest building I've ever seen. Yes. <laughs> uh, Carl can attest to this. The bathroom like the uh, Saw One movie, just minus the bodies. <laughs> yeah, man. yeah, Yeah, like, yeah. You nailed it on that one. When I, the first few times I went there, I was like, do I really got to pee this bad? I was like, I can hold it. It was a sketchy bathroom. We but, got used to it. Yeah, but there was a. I walk in and I'm like, what? And you, I hear all this noise and I open this door and there it is a ring. People sitting in, There's four guys in the ring, and I was just like, "All right, this is it." So I watched, and then like a couple minutes later, Bob introduced himself. We talked, and then I was—he's was like, "So you're gonna sign up?" I was like, "Yeah," and the rest of this is uh, history. So,
2: yeah, one thing one thing about that ring that I had actually ended up learning—it was actually the original ECW ring.
5: Oh yeah, the ring Bob oh, had. Yes.
0: Really? How'd I get that? <laughs>
5: he bought it oh, off. Yeah, he bought it oh, off. Yeah. Oh, he bought it, they, it off. Bob, it, was like it wasn't Bob. Something. I think Dan bought it off one of the uh, one of public the, enemies. Yeah. And then Bob bought the ring off Dan. I think
2: it was Johnny Brian, Johnny Grunge. I, I can't.
5: Won. I can't. I don't know. So. <laughs> it, was a, it was a lot. This was a long time
2: ago.
0: It's
5: and been... that ring was really old and horrible to take apart and put back together.
0: Because <laughs> when you're starting, you're the ring crew. You're the yeah. everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah pretty
5: yeah. much. And, you know... As Bob's students, we had to help with all that, which is fine. You got to pay your dues, as they say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that ring, oh, my, it broke <laughs> down. It, it wasn't like the rings now with the flexi beams, like, all in one piece. It, stuff broke down, and it was, like, chunks. And you had to get the right, like, there was color. We colored the wood, so, like, mm-hmm. the reds had to go there. The yeah. blue ones had There's <laughs> It was like Crips and Bloods. you kept <laughs> 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 But no, we, uh... You had to make sure, if not, the ring wasn't going to be, it's not going to be right. Mm-hmm. And then, in, he can attest to this, the uh, car, um, cold days in there, the ring was like hitting the floor.
3: Damn.
5: And the yeah. that, it, it was stiff. And the yeah. biggest guy at that night, usually was me, had to take the bump to loosen it up. <laughs> <laughs> and then in the summer, it was hot as I hell there, <laughs> so... Yeah. It was never. I'll, I'll never forget. My, you'll, you'll fir- my see first people, wrestling injury
2: was on in that ring.
5: Yeah, it was yeah, a concussion. I, you was there. I think we all had injuries in that yeah. ring. concussion. But you'll you'll go into training one day and then you'll see a guy with shorts and hoodies or shorts and no shirt and it, it was just like what what's going on here? And the fans they were on but they didn't do any anything to cool us down. Blue hot air. Yeah. Oh man. How many, yeah.
1: how many years did you guys train there?
2: I did
5: I did one I, I started July 7 so I and then Dan got because Bob closed down in what like the beginning of 2009 I want to say yeah somewhere oh, around yeah, there so
2: I, came, I, I was a little late
5: because then when Dan, I came. Dan had his school in Fall River that's I where I went to train
2: I, I stopped by there
5: once. yeah I can't I don't remember I want to say '09, nine because then we do the last EPW show shortly after that. In Westerly.
2: No, it was before that.
5: It was before that. It was
2: before that, because I damn near had a heart attack—not a heart attack, an asthma attack after my first.
5: Nuh-uh. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I, I want to say O nine in front Bob of Bob Simmons. <laughs> 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 I want to say it was 09 when Bob closed on school and, but yeah, changed there two two years maybe. But technically, you never really stopped learning.
0: Yeah, yeah. Know. So was it, Were you taking any bookings before the two years were up? Yeah, no, that? I was taking yeah. bookings. Yeah. Out of,
5: that's a funny story. Yeah. Uh, The name Congo and the gimmick all came from them making fun of me, or teasing me, not fun of me, but you know, ribbing me a little. I was training, Uh, let me get the license so you can see exactly what I looked like when I started to train. You can pass that around, look at that. Take a picture of that car. Um... You'd so I, out the buzz cut, and, no facial yep, hair, it. Puerto Rican kid, and they're like, "Well, you're gonna be a Samoan." I was like, "I'm not even Samoan." <laughs>
1: yeah, I could totally see it from this picture. <laughs>
5: yeah. I <could> totally <laughs> so I was like, "No," and they're like, "Yeah, you are," and whatever. They kept teasing me about it, and then one day, uh, Bob came to me. He goes, "You know, I've been talking to Dan because at the time, Dan was really training me. Dan Fraidis, yeah, mine. he took me under his wing for like the first year and a half, two years." and taught me a lot, um, but I was training with him, and he was, they needed like a new, someone different, and they were, they brought up me, and they were like, well, what is he going to do, they're like, why don't we ask him to do the gimmick, and I was like, oh. he was like, look, we're gonna, we want you to do the gimmick, we want to start booking you, but we need you to do that gimmick, I'm like, really guys, I really don't want to do that, they're like, well, if it doesn't work out, We'll, we'll find something else, but you'll just still be training in the meantime. I was like, and you know, I really wanted to wrestle. I, I didn't go into wrestling just, you know, because I want to go to WWE or anything. I just wanted to learn how to wrestle.
3: Mm-hmm.
5: So I was like, sweet, I'll, you know, get to have a match or whatever. So we came up with the name one day in the, the training, the gear. And then I think I did like one or two shows where I just came out and like junkie singly. I didn't even, I had a, still had my buzz cut. And it went over well, and then, you know, little by little, doing more shows, getting custom gear, started getting more used to the gimmick, and mm-hmm. it evolved. Kind of so. down yeah. yeah,
3: pretty much.
0: Yeah. Did yeah. you have an idea for something you wanted to do before? I
3: had no yeah. idea. No. I didn't
5: know what. I was like six months in, Jan, yep. uh, not January, July of 07, November, December is when I had like my first match mm-hmm. around that time, so like six months in, if that.
2: Yeah, because you was already doing matches yeah. when, I came, when I came in. Yeah, and it was
5: just like, I was like, oh, wow. So I bought, like, a generic singlet real mm-hmm. quick. I had kick pads that I wore once and then sold them to somebody. Because, you know, I did a, my first match was a three, a six-man tag. I was in their mask, and I was Mr. X. <laughs> <laughs> I did a body slam, and I uh, squashed somebody in the corner. That's all I did. <laughs> They're
0: protecting you like Roman Reigns. Yeah, why. Well, <laughs> but
5: I remember that was in Swansea High School. Did that, and then like a couple weeks later, I debuted as Congo. Gotcha, that's cool. So, um,
0: when you're going out for, for the bookings, you get like references and you say, Hey, I'm available for this, or I'm looking to get in on the ground floor here.
5: And what I mean uh, when they're asking me for bookings, yeah, or yeah, when like, I'm asking for, yeah, bookings? because when you first start, yeah, you, you take out. any and all no bookings yeah, yeah. you can for no money, a, a dollar, mm-hmm. whatever you mm-hmm. take any and all no bookings when you first start. Because that's how you get your experience. That's how you, I guess, you know, hone your craft, I guess. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I'm uh, training. Pretty much. Yeah. Um, as, as a lot of people say, that's pretty much the best training you're going to get is doing shows, whether it's in front of five people, a couple hundred, whatever.
3: Mm-hmm.
5: But in the beginning, you, you know, Bob or Dan will be like, hey, this isn't all my students. Or they'll go do shows, come along, I can maybe get you a match, bring your mm-hmm. stuff, and you just go. And I've been to Quincy, Quincy, Massachusetts, when Dan and uh, Brian, they were a tag team, they ran, a, they worked for NECW, and I, I went to, like, maybe 15, 20 shows, always had my gear. Oh, yeah, they
0: always said you always, say you always and, had
5: your gear. And then one time, you know, I happened to have my gear, and they needed someone, so I got to work there.
0: That's
5: cool. And then, you know... You meet people, you network, so...
0: Yep, yep. Is that the farthest you've traveled out? No, sure? I've oh.
5: traveled to Tennessee, nice. oh, wow. Indiana, Virginia, uh, all up and down the East Coast. Mm-hmm.
0: And nowadays, people say, like, the independent scene is kill- it's killing yeah, it right it's, now. It is killing
5: it. Yeah, it is. It's kind of like the thing to do now. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Tell yeah. us
0: a little bit about about that. How
1: like how, how when you got involved in wrestling um as far as just the like you said that that the guys you trained with yeah. were awesome and they, they were oh. super helpful. Now, what about like obviously those guys? You can tell us a little bit about, more about them and how they kinda took uh, took you under their wing, but I also wanna know Sort of like the, the relationship and interactions with the other independent wrestlers. Is it like an adversarial type thing? Are you guys fighting um to kind of get the, you know, jobs or right. bookings and whatnot? Or how how, how, does, how is that sort of? You uh, always... To yourself?
5: That's a good point. I don't think that's something we mentioned. But we're all trying to compete against each other. Trying to get that spot, you know, as they say. Uh, but as far as them taking, them taking me under their wing, like Dan... Dan Freitas, again, he was Bob's assistant training, took me into his wing, told me everything and anything he knew, and, you know, we're not friends at the moment, but there, there's nothing I can't take away from him. I, got, I thank him whenever I can because there wouldn't be no congo if it wasn't for him.
3: Mm-hmm.
5: Legit took me into his wing. I would, Monday, Wednesday, Thursdays just training. We usually ran a couple times, about three, four times a month, Bob, right? Maybe two or three. Two or three times. I'll do shows, but I'll be hanging out with Dan those weekends. And then my first ever anything in wrestling was against Dan, my trainer. Mm-hmm. We did like a year-and-a-half feud. Oh, yeah, nice. Yeah, cage matches, last-man-standing <laughs> matches. <laughs> yeah, then I remember, I remember working legit. a bodyguard in one of those matches. <laughs> <laughs> the with, no, the one with Christian. Yes.
0: Now, Chris, so, I was able to find uh, a couple on YouTube. Is, is there anywhere you can go to get your...
5: You just yes. go on YouTube. Place, I don't have a like story. a... I don't have a link to anything mm-hmm. in my... Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a
0: lot of good ones on there. I watched, like, I watched a couple of those. I did see the one with JT done. I watched, I saw him in XWA yeah. a while back. He was really good. So was yeah, he like saw
1: that. you in Ring of Honor,
0: too.
5: Yeah, yeah. That was awesome. Yeah, that's yeah. so that's cool. A, that's, a, that's something that I've gotten to do some pretty cool things with them. Mm-hmm. Um, but let me finish the... Oh, yeah. Absolutely, go <laughs> <laughs> But legit, like, them... Whoever takes you in their wing, usually, if you have a mentor... You know, like, I like to call them my cousins or uncles... Mm-hmm. Uh, when you have a mentor like Bob Evans, Dan Freitas, and they take you with them to places and stuff, that's and they say, "Hey, this is my friend and this is a good kid." You gotta, you know, you gotta hold your own because they're putting their name out there yeah, for you. Right, right, but it's right. also you get to meet so many people that, you know, if you didn't just just going is half the battle. Mm-hmm. S- with Ring of Honor, they do their awesome seminars slash tryouts, but they always say. Showing up is half the battle. You may not get a match, but who's to say we see you six times in a row? One time we're like, hey, we need someone. You know, I keep seeing that kid. You know the yeah, Mike, right? Yeah, I keep seeing him every. He didn't even wrestle him, but he's there helping out. Whatever. You get opportunities just by showing your face. Um, Good
3: point.
5: I got my uh, WrestleMania weekend in New York City a couple years ago. I wrestled. I was booked for the Manhattan Center to wrestle for them. Wow saturday friday they were doing the hammerstein ballroom i was going anyway because bob was booked i was going to go show my face help out something happened where the guy that was supposed to open up the show do the dark match wasn't going to do it anymore so because i was there and i was also booked for the next day i got to wrestle in the hammerstein ballroom and the Manhattan Center during WrestleMania weekend, that's just because I was
0: there. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. He
5: his tires. Nice work. Well, <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't do no such thing. <laughs> can't prove it.
3: That's great. That's an amazing
5: venue, for sure, WrestleMania yeah, weekend. It, How was that crowd? That was insane. I, I show up that Friday. They're like, hey, you got your gear? I'm like, yeah, right, what's up? Like, you're wrestling tomorrow. I was like, I know that. Where are you going to wrestle tonight? You, Corey Hollis, eight minutes. Sold out him, in Istanbul room, no pressure. No. And legit, they walked out the room. I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, oh, snap. Like, it, was, it was fun. It was something I won't forget. Mm. And then also, I didn't just keep showing up. I did the Ring of Honor Top Prospect Tournament in 2014. Mm-hmm. So, and got to rush on TV. A few times. I wrestled in the convention center in Providence. Okay. Yep. For them, so that was fun.
0: Oh, cool. Oh god. I wanted to make it to that show but I couldn't yeah. make it that night. Uh yeah. <laughs> try to, to say I still regret not being able to that. That was it a that fun hour. show. Yeah, that yeah, was a fun show. Oh, that's cool. Um I have seen a few of the X W A. Have you wrestled for X W A? No, I haven't mm-hmm. wrestled for okay. X W yet. I went to a few of their shows here in West Warwick, and I know they had one recently in Providence. I believe it was uh Biff yes. going like last Biff, Biff, yeah, Biff. Yeah,
5: yeah. Biff, I know Biff, love Biff, yeah. good guy.
0: Oh, that's cool. He was always the loudest one. Yeah. Um, so you got uh, the Kowalski Cup tournament coming up. Yes, I do. And that, which promotion is that for?
5: That's for Top Row Promotions. Okay. That'd be this Friday.
0: This Friday. Yeah. Where can we catch that show? Uh,
5: the PAL Hall in Four River. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe it's Nash Street. I may get the street wrong, but mm-hmm. if you go to their Facebook, Twitter. Or if you go to my uh, Facebook page or my Twitter, you'll see the photos and the flyers for everything.
1: Yeah, Carl put it up on our yeah. Facebook. Yes. And social media too, so yeah. we'll we'll uh, we'll make sure to repost. There's a that couple again matches.
5: Too. There's uh, the heavyweight uh, top rope heavyweight championship match between Nick Steel and Ryan Waters. Uh, Nick Steel and me had a battle this past July for that same title. Mm-hmm. Last man standing match. He got the better of me that night, mm-hmm. but. <laughs> The winner of the Kowalski Cup gets a shot at that title, so that's what I'm looking forward to.
0: Have you tasted championship gold?
5: Not at top row promotions. Mm-hmm. No, not yet. Hopefully yeah. soon.
0: Yeah. Nice. That's going to be awesome. I'm not doing anything on Friday, so I might be making my way down to Fall River. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> the last show, yeah, show, some the last show we did Honestly, was awesome. the best, man. They're, they're great. We
5: had, I think it was 400 people in that PAO huh? hall, rocking from beginning to end, mm-hmm. and every match delivered, so. Yeah. and then we just had a show 2 weeks ago on the 3rd in Brockton. Scotty Too hot. He was there nice so that was fun. that was also a good show from beginning to end Scotty as well was
1: cool. Scotty was a cool dude
5: man. yeah he was a cool dude yeah he worked for Bob a few times that's yeah. right yeah, yeah.
1: now um we go for it oh just Carl said it's a funny story when they did that cage match oh the okay the one okay v- the Christian, was, v- was, Christian the video is actually uh,
2: still on YouTube
5: yeah, you can see it.
2: hold oh, on. They used to make fun. Okay. They used to make fun of me about this, but when I was trying to come up, one of my jobs that I had to do was security.
5: Mm-hmm. Mind you, Carl's like a buck thirty. <laughs> <laughs> so this, wasn't a, this wasn't a gimmick. This is the real deal. the real deal. Yeah, but he was like a buck twenty at the time, maybe thirty, if that.
2: So um, so like Dan comes out, you know, I'm just walking. I'm walking the rest of the city of Vegas, um So, so then like. Next thing you know, Christian's coming out. You can you can catch the whole thing in the video too. So we was laughing at this for like two months afterwards.
5: Yeah.
2: And like you could see me just like laughing with Christian.
5: Like you could tell it was like joking or something. And then all of a sudden, Cloud just gets so serious, like, <laughs> like, like he got into security mode. Like <laughs> It's like he's laughing, laughing, boom. And he's just like, I right, trying to back people off. It was funny. <laughs> And
2: it was really, it was literally, what we said to each other was literally something like, wasn't that serious. I just asked him, You ready? He asked me if I was ready. We started laughing, and then yeah. <laughs> I was there. i
3: will
0: love to find that YouTube link. So, who was I yeah, uh, gotta put that on the Facebook. I'll call. put it. Uh, who was in that cage match?
5: No, it wasn't cage match. Oh, it was uh, oh, a Christian, Christian cage versus King Dan Freitas. Okay. Gotcha, versus right. Dan okay. Gotcha.
2: And then you came out and attacked. Yeah. Both of them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't I didn't attack both
5: of them. I attacked Christian and then Dan and him got me out of the ring. Nice. Uh-huh. I I banged my knee on the way in the ring. Did? You? Yeah. I bruised my knee. And we had to wrestle the next night. Damn, So that sucked. That was the my the tag match I did with Bob against Dan and Brian in uh Plainfield, Connecticut.
0: How often are you wrestling right now?
5: Uh, this uh, every weekend this month, except for the thirty first, mm-hmm. that's my niece's birthday. So uh, last month once, but the whole summer I was booked almost every weekend. Nice. Yeah, it was fun summer.
1: How was uh, how was it juggling? Because I know um, you you came here from your day job. Right. How yeah. uh, how's that sort of juggling your day having a day job and having you know this whole other you know life basically um, <laughs> as as a wrestler.
5: Well. I really don't have another life. <laughs> I'm so like doing this so much, but I am a, my other job. I don't have to work weekends, so that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. And I haven't had an issue with trying to get you know, I need this Friday off so I can travel to this state or, I, and you know, mm-hmm. so as long as I'm able to work my hours without, you know, if I'm working 30 something hours, make sure I do those 30 something hours before. I gotta take a Friday off or something yeah. like that. So like next weekend I'm leaving to Michigan mm. Thursday night, me and Bob and um I'm working like I don't know how many hours a day from Monday through Thursday. Like I'm working Thursday morning so I can leave Thursday night. Gotcha. Oof. So
0: how were those car rides? You talking to business? Nonstop? Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. We talk
5: <laughs> about everything. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> everything uh sports girlfriends ex-girlfriends <laughs> uh, wives the wrestling of course uh we throw ideas at each other or what do we think about these things or you know this person that promotion and then we listen to a lot of podcasts yeah podcasts yeah, and listen to you know, so the Codex Prime podcast yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it's, really, it's, it's really it's really it's a really uplifting one seriously ever. i think the last trip, I stole, like, four or five different ideas from Adam Carolla podcast with Tony Little. Mm-hmm. Um, we heard the Jericho one with Sasha Banks. Uh, and we just, we that or we'll play Netflix and, and just listen to the jokes, like we watch Archer. So you don't even really have to watch it, you just <laughs> play the jokes and stuff, so That's whoever's cool. driving is listening and the other person's, like, has the... You know, that iPad or the phone, up yep, yep. uh, you know, so. And then, again, depending on how many people on the road trip, usually it's about three to four of us, and we just we talk about everything, literally everything. Mm-hmm.
0: It's been a lot of time together. Yeah, That's
5: way bad. too much. <laughs> <laughs> this past summer, me and Bob seen each other a lot more than our own families. <laughs> Seriously.
0: Now, I know it's like a bunch of different promotions. And um, so do do the promoters, do they have a lot of communication between promotions? Not like NWA style where they're all under one umbrella, Mm -hmm. but do they say, hey, this guy is really good. You might want to bring him on.
5: Well, if promoters know each other and they'll see that this guy's using one wrestler and they're thinking about using them, they may send them a message, hey, is he easy to work with? Mm -hmm. Oh, no, yeah. So it's all networking. So, yes, a lot of promoters do know each other. And that's how you may see some of the same wrestlers here and there. Yep. Especially in New England, uh, you see a lot of the same wrestlers in a lot of promotions. Uh, but when you go to other states, you know, like Virginia and stuff, you know, they know some people, know some people. Like, I go to Virginia every now and then because Bob. Bob was doing a seminar there, and he, uh, me and Nick Westgate, was another one that started training, and he started training before me, but he was like a brother to me. Um, Bob was doing a seminar in Virginia, and he's like, oh, I got you a booking if you want to come. I don't want to travel alone to Virginia. It's a long ride. So we ended up going, and we worked for the guy, Mark, who runs Fusion Wrestling. And, uh, you know, I met him before, but it was a long time ago. But we wrestled, and, you know, because we, were, we, knew, we knew Bob, and so he was like, well, taking Bob's word, we'll book you. We worked, we wrestled, and, you know, we've been getting booked ever since. So, again, you carry yourself right, you do what you know how to do, and don't try to divert from that,
3: mm-hmm.
5: you know, you'll get bookings, you know? And if you're trained properly. So. Right, that always yeah. helps, too. Yeah. Yeah. It always helps to put out a good match. That's yeah. cool.
2: It took, me a long, it took me a while just to, like, get bumps right.
5: Well, you were tiny, so you were, <laughs> you were afraid you're gonna break yourself. I don't know. It did take. It did take him a while. The guy who break dances and does all this stuff can't take a bump. I don't understand. I don't Spending time up. for He's man. doing windmills in the rain. He can't take a bump. That was my get- yeah. That was my I, that ended up being my gimmick get- too. <laughs> it was weird. It was like, well, because you know. Put you Obviously, when you're falling, you want to break your fall. Everyone, you know, put your hands down. Yeah. In yeah. wrestling, you can't.
3: Yeah.
5: So watching Carl stuff was funny. <laughs> I'm trying
0: to picture <laughs> myself going backwards. Yeah, there was actually,
2: um, there was once I actually did have a practice match with him. And this this memory, like, just hit me, like, a couple of days with ago. With me? Yeah. Okay. So um, we was, we was practicing in that ring. And they told you to just get in the character. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what it was Like maybe it was a It was just a funny ass joke that was told earlier tonight. the night but um I was still laughing about it So like the whole time I'm sitting here getting my ass whipped by this dude <laughs> He's in full character I remember him like whipping me into the Into the turn I'm, I'm sitting there just laughing
3: yes. He comes like
2: 100 miles per hour Boom <laughs> Spasses me in the turbo, and I'm still laughing. They're like, Yo, what the fuck
5: is wrong with you? Yeah, I do remember somewhat that night. Yeah, I mean, there's a couple, you know, we know each other, so Mm -hmm. you know, to be all serious or you know, train together like that, and you gotta have a serious or it's it can be sometimes a little challenging, but hey, that's why the good ones can turn it on and
1: off. (laughs) Carl. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I was, I was good. Just at that
3: moment, I don't know what it
2: was. I don't remember what it was. So actually,
1: uh, of that point, you're you're a bigger guy, and like we said, we, we actually watched some of your matches, and I saw you take a couple of like you know off the rope bumps, like you're climbing the ropes, jumping off. Uh, I saw you do some high floor. You just like freaking splashed a dude off the ropes. A skinny guy. I forget the guy's name. It was like some pretty boy guy. The whole time. You're here. You're here. Um. and like when you jumped at him, you just freaking flan this dude, and I'm just like, it's over, <laughs> it's over, and one, two, three, it was done. So. Uh, just how how did you sort of evolve your style? Like, did you start off thinking, "Yeah, man, I'm gonna go off the you know off the ropes and do all this stuff," or did you kind of start out slow and say, "Damn, like th- this this friggin' hurts. I'm gonna have to train and get this right." Uh, like, or was that a pro like a gradual process, or did you just basically kind of bring that style from from the beginning?
5: I've always been a bigger kid, but I've always played sports: mm-hmm. football, baseball, even in high school. So, I'm athletic, you know, and people won't see that until I actually do something. So, people won't think of me doing certain things, like you said. Yeah. But in the very beginning, no, I was not trying to do any of that because I didn't know how to. Mm-hmm. I didn't know how to jump off the top rope, and I wasn't going to try mm-hmm. unless I was taught or, yeah, you can do it. Yeah. Um, so, in the very beginning, I didn't do much of anything. You know, a couple of strikes, maybe a body slam, this and that. Mm-hmm. But as you get comfortable doing shows and continue your training and you watch more stuff and you will take this, oh, that look cool to me, I'll try that at training or uh, ask Dan and Bob to show me how to do this. And, and then you can try to implement it and what you do in the ring on shows and events. But all the high-flying stuff, like jumping off the top rope, the first time I ever did that was at school. And I didn't even jump off. We got, I don't know if you were there that day, but we were we call it the Ric Flair bump, but you get body slammed uh, off the top rope. So we did that, and I don't—I thought I broke my ass. <laughs> I to
2: mention, like, at the school, like, the, yeah. the ceiling was so
5: much lo- was no, like lower at I,
2: one end of the ring.
5: Like, yeah, one, one end room, of the ring. The, yeah, but I remember taking that bump, and I was like, I don't know if I ever want to go off the top rope. <laughs> ever. That hurts so bad, but... You know, as you learn and stuff and you have, you have to add those things to certain situations and the story you're trying to tell in the room. But I've always been athletic, so I can always do a couple different things. And, I mean, yeah, I am a bigger guy, but, you know, it doesn't, you know, I think of Bam Bam Boss man, guys like yeah, that, that were bigger, yeah. but there's some pretty cool things that were athletic for yeah. them in their size. Yeah, for sure. I
1: definitely saw some pretty cool things in those videos. <laughs> like, that's when we were watching them. I'm just like, holy shit. That
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, now, when I was thinking you you, in the matches that I watched, you were mostly heel.
5: Is I've always, been, been, always heel. been. Okay, all right. Never been <laughs> a babyface. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I've heard that it's more fun to be a heel.
5: I like it. <laughs> um... <laughs> I like it, but they always say to be a good heel, you gotta be a babyface. Mm-hmm. I've never been a babyface. Yeah, yeah, I've yeah. been told I'm a decent, a good heel, so I don't know. Maybe I'm one of the few that doesn't need to be a babyface, but do I do I want to try? I would like to try sometime, mm-hmm. like be a babyface, see how it goes. Are we gonna
0: see a big turn coming up.
5: I don't know. <laughs> I have <laughs> watch, no have to watch. <laughs> I have no idea. That's
1: great. <laughs> now, what about uh, the, the? Jew? obviously we've been talking a lot about the, the in ring stuff. Um, But a big part of wrestling is also just the the personality, persona, cutting the promo and all of that stuff. Um, And all the matches that we got to see, it just kind of got to, it was you in the ring and let's go, let's wrestle. Um, We got to see some of the personality where you're kind of walking around like banging your head, doing Mm -hmm. all this crazy stuff, obviously wild man. But, um, you know, tell us a little bit about that aspect uh, since, you know, I I didn't get to see it. So. Um, are you like is that just your character? Obviously mean, like wild man, you do not speak or like uh so you have uh, a manager,
0: yeah, you have a manager
1: yeah. ones, yeah. Most
5: most of the time I do have a manager or a handler. Uh but mm-hmm. I can speak if need be. Congo has spoken. Um doesn't speak a lot, so when he does speak it means something. But uh no, I I rather just Myself in the face, <laughs> and st- no, I've literally given myself black eyes, right <laughs> Damn. but um, I can definitely speak because I did. We were at training, we would cut promos as well, so that meant I also would have to cut promos, you know. So just because my gimmick doesn't allow me or doesn't need to speak, doesn't mean I shouldn't know how to cut a promo, yeah. yeah
3: nice. So
5: I can definitely, I have a hundred percent confidence in myself that I can cut a promo. For anyone, anytime, need be, so I have no problem with that.
0: Cool. And you wrestle without wrestling boots?
5: Yeah. What is that? I <laughs> was terrified for you. When I oh saw that. man, um, this footage from a couple months ago. Uh, yeah, I, I sometimes I regret not wearing boots. <laughs> um, I went through the middle, and the middle rope snapped, and I flew, and my ankle just slammed on the guardrail. Ooh. It didn't break. Uh-huh. Thank God. Um, not for one. Well, <laughs> but, um, yeah, I'm used to it now. But, um, you yeah, I, I, I prefer not to wrestle with boots. There you go. Like, I've trained in shoes and stuff, and I end up taking my shoes off. <laughs> I just feel more comfortable. It's something I had to get used to. Yeah. And learn how to do, so. Mm-hmm. And how did you like,
1: ever been stepped on in the ring? Oh, I've
5: had my toenails taken off. Oh! I've, I've been stepped on. I've stepped in, like, soda during wrestling matches. I'm like, where's my foot well? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've, sli- I've slipped off the ropes mm-hmm. because, you know, it's wet or yep. somebody's covered in baby oil. Yes. So. Uh,
0: how did you develop the character over time? Was it kind of aspects from different people talking about oh, it? Oh man, it's it's
5: kinda... uh, New England is full of so many wrestlers that have so much knowledge that mm-hmm. when I was on shows, guys that I respected, I would I would ask them, hey, can you watch my match, provide me feedback or, you know, we do sh- matches at the school. Oh, you should do this. You look more, and so when whenever you have uh, Bob Evans in the locker room, or you know what I mean, the name drop. But when you have a Kevin Kelly watching you, oh uh, yeah, or a Steve Carino, if you don't uh, ask them for advice or feedback, then you don't want. Then you're dumb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. my like. They pick their you, brains. Yeah, you have to. Yeah,
0: they've been around for a while. That's for sure.
5: And there's a lot of guys in New England that have done things that know their stuff. That you know why not. Hey, can you watch this? Mm-hmm. And they're on the show with you. If they can watch it, nine out of ten times they do, and they'll provide you some feedback. So
0: mm-hmm. um, Now, when you're backstage during those shows, are you watching every match? Or,
5: you try to watch okay. every match, absolutely. Um, I've been told this from people that work in WWE, TNA, whatever. If you're not watching the main event, how do you know how to get to the main event? Mm-hmm. They're in the main event for a reason. Yeah. So, if you want to be in that main event spot, you got to watch what the main eventers are doing. So, if there's guys that are getting paid more than you or whatever, or they sell more merchandise than you, or you have to see why or watch and see what they have that maybe you don't or something you're not implementing that maybe if you watch them, oh, maybe if I do that, you know, I can get, I can sell a few more shirts or promo pictures or so... It all depends, but you try to watch every match. Uh,
0: is there a website that anyone can find your your goods?
5: My goods? No, no website. I I had shirts. I don't have any more right now. I'll be making more soon, mm-hmm. so I'll put up information on that.
0: Yeah, we'll get that out there when we get there. Yeah,
5: but um, yeah, nine in ten times, if you're not watching the main event, then you know why are you not? Why do you want to wrestle if you don't want to be in the right, main right, event? Right,
0: yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um. Now you. Uh, wrestling fans since birth,
5: pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I, I remember watching uh, WrestleMania one on VHS over and over wow. and over and over and yeah, over. Yeah, if you're over. in New York, you're right in the heart of that. Well, yeah, my uh, and my stepdad owned a video store, mm-hmm. so at the time, you know, really uh, video rental was a big thing. So yeah. Yeah. he owned the video store, and for the reason I got into wrestling, and I would ha- you'd bring whatever wrestling. VHS's He had a time And I'd just watch him mm-hmm. And stuff like that So That's awesome That's cool so
1: yeah. That's what basically got you to Want to be a A wrestler Wait, Was what? there like one One wrestler That you said Man Like that, that's so cool I want to do that
5: Well I always thought Hulk Hogan was the man Even though What he said A couple months ago To me no, Yeah what I'm he said Was wrong But He's this, to me, he's still the man. <laughs> but at him and Warrior at WrestleMania was a big thing for me. Mm-hmm. You know, I was like, no way. Ultimate <laughs> <laughs> Warrior can't beat him. He mm-hmm. beat him, I cried. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: I the only one that did it.
5: Yeah. I the pe- only one that wanted Warrior to win. Yeah, <laughs> you were. I did. Yeah. That was my
1: favorite. I used but to go yeah. Warrior back in, back in those days.
5: Him and then what made me want to wrestle was just watching Shawn Michaels. Hmm. That's how I was like, I right, maybe I would want to do this. But Hulk Hogan is my all-time favorite, than shot. Yeah.
1: So you're hoping that, uh, I know you said, you, you know, obviously you do it for the love um, of, of the sport. Um, so where where do you kind of um, want want the, the, the whole process to, to go? Like, what, what are you kind of seeing right like now? my as far as like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, where things are going or the way they're going right now? Well,
5: in the very beginning, I didn't want to, I just wanted to learn how to wrestle. I had no aspirations to do this do that be on TV I just wanted to learn how to wrestle right. but again after the years I seem to pick it up well I get a lot of good feedback my goal right now is to possibly and hopefully work for Ring of Honor as like a full-time roster member on that you know co- for that company yeah. so
1: have you worked and obviously I I mentioned earlier that we saw you do yeah. one of their shows have you worked for them sort of you know often like I've uh, worked uh, I've had, had several
5: dark yeah. matches I've done a few shows for them but you know you just gotta wait for your opportunity yeah. you, you don't should. know when or whatever
0: you should do the shows in 2014 you said
5: the top prospect yeah. tournament mm-hmm. yeah, in 2014 mm-hmm. a couple of my friends did it this year um, I've done a bunch of dark matches wrestled on TV twice yes. so I did, a, uh, did a, um, a segment on TV like a month or two ago with Corino and his son. Oh, cool. So.
0: And they're now, they're on, if you're interested in watching Ring of Honor here, you can watch it on their website and they're on Nessen now on Sundays. And Destination America. Destination America, America. Yeah. yeah, on Wednesdays. Yeah. yeah. Do
4: you
0: have something, Vic? Yeah, and of,
4: of all the matches you've wrestled, what would you say is your most memorable match? Like the match that made you go, wow, this oh, is why I match. got into business. <laughs> yeah. Like, this is why I got into business. Wow. hmm <laughs>
0: Wow. You can't say I mean, Colbert. Can't say- no. no, no, no. <laughs> He's like,
5: yeah, was that, was that didn't even enter Latinx. <laughs> it was an actual
2: That's real match. It was, it was like a, what was it, like an eight-man? I
5: don't know. It was like mean, an eight-man something. It was one of those He broke things. my count. See, That's was, all I know. Was, That's all I know. He was, broke,
2: he breaks my count, huh. doesn't finish it, and I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was um, it. Um,
5: I have, I don't know, it's, I mean, I wrestled in the Hammerstein Ballroom, which was a fun match. The rest of the Manhattan Center. That was another. memory. there's memories I have, but I can't pinpoint. Like just that feeling when you're out there is just the best feeling ever. Because again, you're who you want to be, or the crowd thinks you are that person you are at that moment. Um, but I have a couple matches in mind. Like I, the match I did in July with Nick Steele at Top Rope Promotions, the Last Man Standing match we had, I thought was awesome. Um, Every time I wrestle Bob, I wrestled Bob this past weekend. I got his face on my arm. <laughs> oh, damn. Yeah, um, I busted his lip open, so yeah, <laughs> he left me with that. Um, in Virginia, I wrestled uh, Preston Quinn for Fusion Wrestling, and I thought that was a real fun match. I think we won about thirty minutes or so. It was fun. It was it was, it was fun to do that, and I mean. There's been a few. I don't know if matches, but again, I don't have any particular matches. But I have memories and moments like I've wrestled Moose twice at a Ring of Honor seminars and tryouts, and I've been told by a few people there that I, if it wasn't for me or a couple other people there, like I don't think they could have done what I did with Moose those two days. <laughs> so nice. Cool.
0: Um, for this cup, uh, for the Kowalski Cup on Friday, do you know who your first opponent's gonna be? Or is uh, gonna be? My
5: first opponent is Jason Blade. Oh, he's a veteran. Yeah, he is I, Still around. He, I was just.
0: I think he was just XWA champion, like a year ago, because I haven't been. In a yes, while. he does work for Yeah, though. Yeah, yeah, I definitely saw yeah. him.
5: My, uh, that's my first opponent, Jason I Blade.
0: Saw. I think he was a babyface, but I was booing him. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> oh, because he was he's wrestling Hanson I love Hanson I love oh, that I love, guy I love Todd Todd's yeah. a good guy he, He's great And uh, he was at the last show too So that was a lot of fun Okay <laughs> <laughs> I, I have to go to the show <laughs> <laughs> I see if Angela wants to go I <laughs> do it yeah. to those local shows Me and
5: Hanson are in the same Top Prospect tournament He won that yeah. one
0: I did when I, mean, I did watch the scene episode Okay, that makes sense then, because I was watching Ring of Honor on Nesson a few weeks ago, and he was there. I'm like, holy shit, it's Hanson! Yeah, <laughs> I just a, saw him.
5: He's in a team with uh, Ray Rayro, uh, the guy who faced in the first round. Okay. And their War Machine. That's the tag team. Gotcha. That's cool.
0: That's awesome. So the 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 name of the cup this Friday is the Kowalski Cup. Uh, Friday, October sixteenth, seven p.m. bell time, and it's the Police Athletic League Hall, thirty one Franklin Street, Fall River, Massachusetts. There you go. Top hey, row
5: promotions. That's the top company. row promotions.
0: Yep, and um, we'll get all the you know we I know we have the the card on here for for the Facebook. Group. We'll get the contact information. Not sure if you can pre-purchase tickets. Or yes, you, you, know. can. you can. Cool. You can. Yeah, we'll definitely get that information out there for you. Any uh, last questions for our, our very go, special go guest?
1: Go meet Maurice from the Cortex Prime podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be Say there hello. signing
0: autographs. <laughs> I have my photo. Don't oh, nobody <laughs> want that. I'm just going to paste my photo. Uh, I'll,
5: I'll my let Jason Blade know you were born. do
0: that. <laughs> 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 he was much bigger than myself. Much bigger than myself. But we'll have to get you back on the show. You're welcome anytime. I want to get some more extended time with you in the future if we can. But it's been a pleasure. Uh, thanks for joining us today. Does anybody have any, any final questions for our guests?
1: Oh, man, good luck. Mm. <laughs> I I hope I hope that you uh you you achieve your your goal there. That that's cool. Like, some of the stuff I saw in your matches, I really enjoyed.
5: So thank you, I appreciate uh, that. Yeah. I've worked hard. Yeah. To it, make that clearly make Congo who he is. Yeah, so right. yeah,
2: he <laughs> definitely came a long way since always. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Definitely
5: no, that's, have.
0: That's honestly just watching those. You've shown. You probably showed more character than a lot of wrestlers that I watch currently. And that was that was really actually. Awesome. You know what?
1: I have a question. Go before for it. we finish, please do. Um, just you. You mentioned um, no like to. the story <laughs> that, uh, that that you want to tell in the ring. Um, so I wanted to ask you, like, what well, what's your thoughts on sort of um like. The, the, the ring psychology that you bring, and do you work behind the scenes with guys? Like, how much time do you get? Because you said sometimes you just show up, you have your gear, and you get put in a match. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you, first off, how do you handle that situation? Do you kind of get together with the guy that you're going to be in the ring with and go over some of the stuff that you want to do? Do you set up bumps? Do you set up big moments? Or do you just kind of go at it in the ring and just wing it and figure it out? Talk to the guy while you're doing the thing.
5: Um, nine out of ten times, you do get a few minutes in the back or. You know, you, you don't really go over everything, but you kind of skim, I guess, is what you're trying to achieve. Mm-hmm. And if the promoter wants something in particular, then you discuss that with him. But um, nine out of 10 times, it's you and your opponent. You know, if you don't know them, then you'll tell them things that you do, vice versa. And then, you know, I don't, I've never done that before. It sounds dangerous. Let's do something else. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know in New England you know everyone you mm. so and there's some people that I'll go through a flaming table if they ask me to in the heartbeat <laughs> just because I know who they are and you know the respect and love I have for them so but it again it all depends like if you get there early and there's something elaborate that needs to be done you you sometimes you do get a few minutes sometimes you got to call it out there and for me that's my favorite thing to do mm. Is call it out because the you go by reaction of the crowd If something if they're pulling the hell out of you then you keep doing what you're doing but if they're not invested in the match then you got to think of something else to do Mm -hmm. and when you when you plan out every single step and what if something happens what if somebody gets hurt or the rope breaks and you had all these things planned you can't do it so
3: yeah you
5: got to think on the fly which i like to do
0: the really cool thing about watching those matches too is and the reason i said like it sounds seemed like you're heel you're actually getting heel heat for a lot of these a lot of these fans and that's kinda of tough to do these days. Yeah.
1: That was that was impressive. All <laughs> the cell
0: phone videos <laughs> are <laughs> hilarious because yeah. the dude's like,
1: Oh man, welcome to Congo. He's gonna be a tough opponent. Oh no. Yeah. There's a little kid's like, I hate you,
5: Congo. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> I, I made some kid cry last weekend. Nice. Oh, that's yeah. always great. <laughs> yeah. great. I just stared at him. Do you
1: have great. do you have a favorite um guy to to, to Partner with? Do you ever, not not partner like as in tag, but wrestle against?
5: I've had a partner before. Mm-hmm. Uh, my boy Fala, New Jersey, over there. Um, but uh favorite opponent? I have a few. I've wrestled Dan for a year and a half in the big when I first started. I wrestled Nick Westgate. I can wrestle, me and Nick can wrestle each other blindfold. It's ridiculous. Was he like
0: it. a long-running feud you had? No,
5: we yeah. just trained yeah. together yeah. every day and only we... You know, we still travel and stuff together. Um, but you we get wrestled, him on the show, too. So. Yeah. We wrestled so a lot. I could,
0: I could literally talk about this all night. All night. <laughs> <laughs> this could be like a four-hour show. Literally
5: wrestled him a couple hundred times. Nah. Bob, I love wrestling because we'll just look at each other and like call it out there. All right? Like, that's how I got this. He <laughs> <laughs> just called it Man, out there. He heard one thing. I heard another. Boom. Mm-hmm. So, this
1: is a rather large like softball sized bruise. It was bigger. Micelle. It was
5: bigger, <laughs> but it's part of the it's part of the deal. Yeah. So when you when you meet a new guy that you're going up against, the I lost, I've lost a tooth. Oh, that uh, sucks. I have no tooth here. Ooh. so, so it happens. <laughs> it happens. You get when
1: you get paired up with somebody that you've never wrestled before, do you go up to him and get "Hey, bro."
5: Yeah, right, I, go I wrestle with
1: no boots. Watch my feet. No,
5: I, <laughs> no I'll, I'll uh, introduce myself. i Michael. We're working tonight. Right, and then the boots thing doesn't really affect me unless I want them to stomp on my feet or something. But It is uh, like having a dance partner now. Pretty much. Yeah. It is. It's pretty yeah. much a dance. Mm-hmm. All right.
0: did you have a question, Maurice? Uh, but you said you did. I think I may have just asked it um, <laughs> I honestly have so many I could literally just talk forever and ever but I know people have families and sleep that they need to get to right. uh, but we'll definitely have it back on the show if that's cool uh, that's and, fine yeah awesome uh, the Kwaski Cup the uh, winner of this tournament uh, gets a shot at the uh, top pro promotion championship
5: heavyweight championship yes
0: oh, Ugh, that's awesome but well, yeah good luck um, everyone uh, any last questions for, for our guests
3: Dick I'm getting it. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thanks for coming Pine on. Pineapples and beans. <laughs>
5: Pineapple and beans. <laughs> Pineapple good. Positive energy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Was, wait, real
2: quick, real quickly. I mean, that was a um we used to go out, we used to, we would go to a Chinese buffet that was around like the down corner. around the corner.
5: On Thursdays.
2: Yeah. And we would watch TNA. So my first time doing doing it, it's one of those like hey, he's the new guy things. They, they was telling me, he's like, yeah. In order to be down with the boys, you got to eat these pineapples with beans on top of it. And I'm like, yo, you guys are bullshitting me. I was like, I know it's a hazy thing and all that. They was really at it for probably like a half hour trying to get me to do it. They was like, and then Michael here, yeah, I had to do it. Next guy, I had to do it. Westgate, I had to do it. This dude, Brian, um, Dan's, Dan's old partner, Brian, he's like, Brian, didn't you have to do it? Yeah, Brian had no idea what we was talking about. So I was like... I hate you guys. You did it. it was the most awful thing. <laughs> I,
5: I never had to do it, so I, I was fine with it. I was, I was definitely, I was definitely fine with it. That, that's
2: actually it was it was my hater, but it's actually one of my favorite stuff. No,
5: it, we literally went there every Thursday. That yeah. when we walked in, the waiter would hand us the remote <laughs> so we can put on TNA wrestling. Tables were set yeah. up and everything just yes. for us. Damn. Seriously, and he knew what we all drank. <laughs> no way to rely no way to rely
0: one of my questions is going to be what if you're watching the current stuff now but we can get to that the next time because that could that could spawn a whole other conversation hey
5: I'm here, I'm here uh, <laughs> hey,
0: let's go for it what uh, you're watching, are you watching the current stuff now
5: I watch a lot of this stuff now yeah. um, I don't watch a lot of TNA um, just not really into it I mm-hmm. have a lot of good wrestlers there but I'm just not into the product right now I watch a lot of Ring of Honor stuff because I know a lot of people that work there, mm-hmm. and obviously the network I'm on oh, yeah. all the time. So in the like, right now. like me and my nephew will watch NXT, all that stuff. So yeah. it's like, I don't even know. I, I think I watch more wrestling on the network than anything else. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I've watched. There you go. That's a good advertisement. I think I was yeah, watching. <laughs> right, that's awesome. I, I was watching um, <laughs> the other night. I just wanted to watch it one more time. I watched Brett and Shawn Iron Man match. Mm-hmm. I just put that on there and watched it. So, nice. skip the rest of the pay per views. But
0: nice. you can skip right to the beginning of the match, which is yeah. pretty That's sweet. That's awesome. That's great. Yeah. I need to. I need to check out the network.
5: Yeah, the it's day. awesome. I know that Hell in a Cell
0: is coming up. So yeah, pay per view. Take her.
5: Yeah. You yeah. know she's looking forward to that?
0: Yeah. I actually. Well, I watched with my niece a little bit. I showed her a lot of Bailey from NXT. She was a big fan. I showed her all of Bailey's matches. Yeah. <laughs>
5: I know. I'm like. I know exactly
0: who I'm gonna show you. Yeah. <laughs> she was all about it. It was great. But uh, good luck this Friday. We'll definitely catch you on uh, down the road. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for being on the show.
5: Thank you for having me, guys. It was a pleasure. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, thank, was you, fun.
0: thank you to all our listeners. We'll catch you all next week. Wait, wait, wait. Where can we find you, man? I'm sorry. Where can we find you? Social media?
5: Twitter is uh, wildman underscore Congo. With a K. Yep, with the K, please. Uh Instagram, same thing. And I think that's about it. Yeah, I don't have any no other social media sites that I know of.
0: How can anyone up can they reach out to you for bookings
5: parents? Uh, bookings uh we have my uh the email, wildmancongo mm-hmm. at Gmail and also um M mm, well excuse me, M Medina at Gmail. You can email either one of those. For bookings, inquiries, and things like that.
0: Awesome. Uh, Carl Bird, where can our listeners find the show? Well, as always, uh, you can email
2: the show at Codex Prime Podcast at gmail.com, uh, Twitter, Codex Prime Cast, our Facebook page, Codex Prime Podcast, and uh, our Instagram, Codex Prime, at Codex Prime Podcast.
0: Sweet, we're all over there. Our social media manager is all over it. Oh, <laughs> but thank you, kind listeners. We'll catch you all next week. No, no, oh. no emails? Uh, we're gonna save those for next week. We only have the one, so we're all gonna right. let them build up a little bit. Okay. Don't worry, we'll get to a carburetor. Right. <laughs> That's my favorite part of the show. Uh, so don't don't worry. worry, we'll get you next time. Cowboys suck.
5: Just wanted <laughs> yeah, want to say that, listeners.
1: Whoa, Whoa. go cowboys! <laughs> cowboys do suck. Yeah.
5: So do the Pats.
1: Uh. Mm. And so, later, nerds, (laughs) this interview shall never see the light of day. Delete it. Later, nerds. Peace out, everybody. Peace out.
4: Go to hell, Pat.